0: Axel on a darkness retreat with Aaron Rodgers. The deuce is loose. Falcons draft a running back in the first round. And the Vikings. Well, does anyone care about the Vikings? Next on Around the Couch. Ooh. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding, fellas. Hello, everyone. I'm Heath Solo. Welcome to Around the Couch, presented by the DVR Podcasting Network NFL Podcasts, And today we're devoting to the free agency signings, and the draft. The draft has just begun, so this is our, like, big off-season spring pod where we're going to go into our favorite teams, talk about the big news of the NFL. It's a smorgasbord of tons of NFL stuff to talk about, and it's an exciting time of the year because especially me, my Bruins lose after being up three three (laughs) games to one in the first round of the Panthers. Celtics lose game one, and of course, I'm a Cowboys and Angels fan. Angels are the Angels and the Cowboys. Well, it's the draft, so I feel like they're going to win the Super Bowl, and then in a month, I'll be like, eh, they're going to lose. So anyway, um, Axel is actually at the Darkness Retreat with Aaron Rodgers, uh, so that's okay. Uh, He'll come in and join us when he can, but with me is our regulars. First, Mr. IA slash AI himself, straight out of the swamps of Georgia. I don't know if you have swamps, but if you do, (laughs) Brett, a.k.a. BTK, is here. Hey, buddy, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, Just showered after getting out of the – no, we don't have swamps this far. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. More south. But, uh... yeah, good to be back talking football with you guys.
0: Awesome and of course from the swamps of Minnesota. You know, you know Ando, it's Ando, our, our 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 statistician at heart Vikings. I was just a little that was for you to get you into the around the couch mood. But you know, I want to say swamps of Jersey even though Axel doesn't live in Jersey anymore. So I just like, you know, Bruce Springsteen line. Uh little shout out to our boy Harry from Ara- from against all odds. He's in Spain watching Springsteen and he's staying at a hotel that is like exclusive and it's Spielberg Barack Obama Springsteen I saw a picture of him with I'm like damn it I wish I had a copy of Star City Murders to give to Harry to give to old Spielberg
2: but anyway Ando how you doing tonight buddy <laughs> I'm I'm doing good I think the you you might uh Axel always references New Jersey anyways so you might as well get it out of the way for him right away I think that was the right (laughs) choice so and and you know what actually no one is talking about the Vikings at all so I mean we most of last season was spent talking about the Vikings even in the national media so it's I don't mind flying under the radar a little bit there's definitely still some interesting Vikings talk but yeah it's kind of been uh when I was listening to um GM Shuffle yesterday or today and they were running over the draft and like we're going to talk about every team and literally lombardi says yeah the vikings got uh jordan addison in the first round and you know the giants would have drafted him if he was still available and the giants are really bummed about it It became about the giants <laughs> so i was like that's kind of par for the course right now so yeah i'm excited to just talk football though it's gonna be fun
0: well what's funny is i was listening to the uh first draft mel kuyper McShea um and they were going through every team and i fell asleep it was only an hour pod and i'm like i didn't hear them talk about the cowboys and so i like fast forward to every like segment and i don't think they did they didn't even talk about them but mm-hmm. of course as as uh, lombardi says <laughs> mel kiper g- gave the ravens an a because uh-huh. it's his hometown team <laughs> so funny but but those guys do a great job with the draft and uh i'm not as Like I love the draft. I watched it all. I'm actually right now catching up. I'm watching. I mean, I know all the picks, but I'm watching the end of the sixth round while we record because I had it. It's like a a seven-and-a-half-hour recording, day three of the draft (laughs) on my DVR. But uh, the first thing I want to do, Brett, I want to go around the couch. (laughs) Oh, no pun intended, or was it? Um, (laughs) And just not counting your team, the Atlanta Falcons, What are some of your initial reactions, some of the the stuff off the top of your head that's either surprised you, shocked you, um, or, you know, tintillated you about the draft this year?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I think it's big that uh, Baltimore re-signed Lamar Jackson. Um,
0: Yeah, right before the draft, which made sense, right?
1: Yeah, and... um, of course, that does kind of tie into my Falcons, since I all all reports were that the Falcons were going hard for him, kind of like they were going hard for Deshaun Watson last year. But um, I thought I thought the the Ravens had a really strong draft. Not to piggyback on Mel Kiper, but I I, I like where they're going. Um, of course, yeah, they've always
0: the, seemed to draft well the rain yes yeah. you know even the uh, you know during the ozzy newsome uh rain i remember when warren sap remember when warren Sapp fell because of the weed and it was like they're like all right wait yeah. did he get drunk drive- no that was he tampa, went to, yeah he went to never tampa may. never mind <laughs> i'm thinking well, it, has been, it,
2: it has been a while heath if you're missing <laughs> details like that you're like the guy that can, has the total recall here I'm, we better oh, take a deep breath and regroup. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: okay, hold on a second. You know what? I'm going to let Brett talk because I asked him to talk, so I'm going to shut up right now. And uh, my Warren Sapp, Tampa Bay Bucket, oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm definitely in off season, fellas.
1: <laughs> I guess my biggest immediate takeaway was just how the Philadelphia Eagles keep drafting Georgia defensive starters. <laughs> now they have five from the last two drafts. Jesus. After getting uh, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith last year, they got Jordan. And they Davis. got Ringo.
0: They got Ringo, Yeah, right? and then
1: they got Keithy the Ringo with the uh, first pick of the fourth round. So, um, and the Kobe Dean. So, and then they traded for DeAndre Swift, who's not on defense, obviously, but there's another Georgia guy. Oh, my God. He, so, tried,
0: he did play for Georgia.
1: Mm, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> you played with Warren Sapp at
0: Georgia, right? When Oh, no. <laughs> No, the U, the U, baby.
1: So that's just, it's just interesting. I don't see that very often. I mean, not that it's, it's, it seems to be a good strategy. They had obviously a ton of talent and they're very good at developing players, but it's just a little odd.
2: So what's your, Brett, what, since you're in Georgia, what's your take and what's the take on Jalen Carter? I mean, having him drop, I mean, I hear all the national things saying it was, there's personality issues and he's in a bad he was in a he got himself into a bad situation in Georgia and is it is it better that he gets the hell out of there or is it really any better going to a place with all of his former teammates i mean is there something to that or is that just a bunch of hype bullshit do you have any ideas or thoughts
1: um i don't know that it that he needed to get out of town um i, I feel like his off the field issues were overblown as far as being an excuse for dropping him, um, uh, it, it, there was a, a terrible tragedy at Georgia, a, a, fatali- a, a car accident resulting in two fatalities. Um, but he wasn't, he, and he, apparently there's some street racing going on. Yeah. But, he, you know, basically, he, this is a guy that never been ar- arrested before like a month ago. And he was arrested for two misdemeanors, both related to street racing, like reckless driving and street racing or something. But no DUI. Um, he's already uh, pleaded no contest. So it's not like he's waiting for a trial. He's not, you know, this notorious troublemaker. He, it's, he had, you know, very poor judgment and, you know, had, you know, witnessed a tragedy. But beyond that, I think the whole like off the field issues is kind of like a buzzword kind of thrown around where mm-hmm. teams that already have, they don't have enough time to study every single detail of every single player. So they just kind of, to save themselves time, don't worry about him. He has off the field issues. Yep. Just cross that. Yeah yeah right. cuz you'll
0: get teams that will literally cross them off cuz i mean the biggest mistake i mean he did have off the field issues but were they really what be- Randy Moss
2: yep the that's, Cowboys passing that's, up yeah. Randy Moss that's part of why Which, I brought up Carter because that's what I always think of. With I mean Moss was is still my all time favorite player. Is one of the greatest players in Vikings in NFL history. And he oh, fell. Oh hell yeah! So so yeah, I, I'm always I'm always contri- and Sapp was the same way. Didn't he get uh, like a marijuana bust or something? Like he, yeah, that's what yeah what I was alluding and, to when I thought the, yeah uh, Ravens drafted him uh, for some reason. And both um, of them, but yeah, hats. yeah. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by those, and I know that the media loves those kind of stories, especially national media, and tries to pipe them and twist them into things. And I was guessing a local angle had a little more reasonable answer. That's exactly what you had, Brett. That's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah,
1: I would say he likes to drive fast, and he's immature. But are those reasons why he wouldn't be? You know, are they going to affect his football life?
2: Yeah. Well. yeah. He, he's so, far from the only football player that has those things in common with. So.
0: Yeah, and plus we're in 2023 now where if you do one thing wrong, you're like canceled. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, you know, we don't know. I mean, I heard some reports that he's a they saying he was lazy or doesn't love football or something. I'm like, is this just like made up so that he would drop so yeah, the team I, would get him, you know, you wonder I,
1: I did I did read an article that some of his coaches had negative things to say but they they never actually had any quotes from anybody so of I'm course. not even so sure how real that was.
2: You know this is it's not that it's not NFL but the same things were said about Anthony Edwards before the Timberwolves drafted him number 1 a few from years ER? ago. From
0: ER Anthony Edwards from yeah, ER the same, the same oh. one yeah he plays for the Timberwolves now he's awesome oh, yeah. Slams
2: dunks really well yeah. I remember them <laughs> saying a lot of same things where everybody was like he can't go number 1 and he's lazy and he doesn't he doesn't care about basketball and he's not and he's turning into one of the best players in the league. So I, I tend to yeah, give man, guys the benefit man. of the doubt when there's not like if there's domestic violence or something that's a different situation for me, but when it's things like like driving fast and that I mean accidents happen, so I don't know. I I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt at least for now in my I own guess. mind anyway. Yeah.
1: So right. I I guess from that perspective I I mean I can understand if you just drew, drew your you know and marked through his name and didn't even look into it that's fine for for some teams you know but he's right down the road so I don't hold I don't think that's an excuse for the Atlanta Falcons I mean they should know more than any team all right, hold off,
0: Brett. It after. was just initial reaction, non-Falcons talk right now. <laughs> oh. you're, you're, you're hijacking well, the pod with Georgia <laughs> and the Atlanta Falcons. See how he did it? It's the offseason. He thought I was sleeping on him. you know. But I get what you're doing, Brett. You can save it for the Atlanta talk. We'll give you a nice okay. half hour. All right. Uh, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take just it. To, it, an, it in a
1: answer, to answer Andrew's question, I don't think he needed to get out of town. Um, it just, and I was actually shocked that he fell that far and excited that he fell into our lap, but disappointed that we didn't take him, but I will save that for later. Thank you. Thank you, Brett.
0: Uh, any other, Brett, any other like quick, just initial, like, oh my God, things that aren't Atlanta or Georgia related? (laughs)
1: Um, I would say, uh. Anthony Richardson,
0: yeah, on number four, and 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 Ursa saying they would have picked him number one had they had the number one.
1: Well, I'm like, I'm like the the king of the Anthony Anthony Richardson is a bum fan club, so uh, I I do not see him doing anything Mm -hmm. in the NFL. But good luck, Indianapolis. Hey, he'll be a good
0: USFL player in five years. <laughs> All right, Ando, Ando, some of your initial reactions. Well, my the first, that my aren't first one, Vikings related.
2: Yeah, I'll, I, I, I've i got a couple. My first one, and I, I want to get your guys's opinion on this too. You and you and uh, Axel talked about this on your little mini first round pot you did the other day, which I did listen to while I was working, so I, I enjoyed that yes, little. We did it for you. <laughs> yeah. we, we 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 finished recording Rabbit Hole and was like, <laughs> let's do a
0: quick pot. I'm like, we're going to do it for Ando. He's going to be working hard. We got to have something. And him, it was so.
2: also weird that we were all texting in our group chat at the same time. I was listening to it, so it was, it's that's always weird when you're doing when I do that kind of thing. But the you guys mentioned that how the draft used to be like a bunch of guys sitting on little folding tables in the smoky room and the microphone and the guys. and I wanted to go back to that. I cannot stand that this has turned into some kind of academy awards level hype thing. <laughs> I I remember sitting there like just read the goddamn pick. I mean, I got so I was so frustrating watching it cuz it the draft I love the draft itself because I love I love the players going to different teams and people we followed in college and all that stuff, but I just hated the way it's so like the actual presentation of the draft is it it seemed more like a promotional piece for the NFL, and a big, giant advertisement, which I guess in some ways it is. So I was just really – and, I, of course, I still watched a lot of it because I can't not watch it. But I don't know. I was just, What do you guys think about how, what the production that the draft has become?
0: Well, I will say, like the Beatles sang and Pink Floyd's got a song, <laughs> money. It's all about money. Uh-huh. And, and the diehard fan, I miss downtown New York, Jet fans at the draft – like not knowing who what the heck their team is picking and then reacting that i got enjoyment out of that i like analysis. usually negatively and yeah Yeah. (laughs) i like analysis and moving on and jet fans complaining now (laughs) we have season ticket holders that they show us 20 times per the one dude from the kansas city chiefs young kid he was in every camera shot you got these former players coming up that like, remember last year they had to like the the uh, producer was trying to get him off the stage or get to the pit because he kept rambling on. Oh, there yeah. was uh, Ed Marinara from the Vikings.
2: Yeah, he just kept
0: <laughs> rambling and rambling. I mean, it's just like it, it's a it, it's too much, and uh, you know I guess it's better for the common viewer to watch this as a big gal on ESPN. But I, but as a diehard fan, i met, I just want analysis and highlight packages and Mel Kuiper. You know, I don't need like. I, I mean, I mean, I'm not a Trey Wingo fan. When he was doing it, I'm like, oh my god, this guy. I just c- could not stand him uh, to death. But it's just it's gotten too big, and I understand why. And. That's fine. I
2: mean, do we really yeah. need the Jonas Brothers giving us their analysis of the NFL yeah, draft? No,
0: no, we don't. And do we need some crappy dancing and fight for your right to party? Ugh. Like, to, you know, you know, oh, thank God I or- missed that part. Oh, that was before the Chiefs pick on on the first round. Oh God! Yeah, it's just it's too much. And then Roger Goodell, everyone boos Roger Goodell, and then this stupid bear hug lifting of him. He doesn't care about you. He works for the owners. He doesn't give a shit about you. So I just enough enough. Is I think enough. the
2: Brett. The pro- I was gonna, let me say one thing quick. The one production thing I did like was when the Jets brought the Make a Wish kid out there, and he announced that was my only. I loved that. Otherwise, the rest of it did not like. Anyway, sorry, Brett.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> yeah i don't i would say if if it was like in atlanta or something i'd probably try to go because it sounds like a party seems like of a course. party but yeah, of course, yeah of like course. watching it on tv the 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 celtics hawks game was on at the same time and i was watching the game and i would occasionally like flip in or like you know look follow on my phone what what's going on with the draft but i was actually watching real sports that night so that's kind of my feeling. Is that I can just kind of check, in. I'm not going to like be dialed into the uh, all five hours of the NFL first round. Drive.
2: Well, and you can check your phone and see there's 37 text messages in the group chat that you need to catch up and read too. <laughs> exactly. <so>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I mean, if it came to like, like, yeah, if I was in, if I was you, Brett, and it came to Atlanta, I would totally go. You with other Falcon fans having a good time, like. I, I don't, bl- I don't blame the fans for having a good time. It's just, it's just another money grab. And I personally, I do miss the, the old, I mean, granted I'm older. I'm, you know, not 16 anymore. At least I don't think so. Uh, I may mean, act like it on the pod, but like, it's just like, it's, it, I don't know. I just like, I like seeing, I like the old way of things. I mean, I was okay with it at at first. But now it's just like it's just. I guess it's too much. But at the same time, you know what? It is what it is. It's the draft, and
2: well, so. I mean, I guess, I guess, like for the first ten picks or so, like when it, when the hype is just starting, I kind of get it. But then when they're still doing that stuff and it's the middle of the third round, like it's. <laughs> <I laughs> well, see, I don't know. this is the this is the thing, Andy. Like, I
0: guess, okay, I, I'm contradicting myself because I believe that. I mean, the first year they did it when they went to prime time, they, I remember in like second round, right. They had the players that were thought to go in the second round and they were there and they Mm -hmm. were going up on stage. And I'm like, actually, that's kind of cool because it's not just about the first rounders. It's about getting drafted in the NFL and it's all these other Mm -hmm. rounds. And I liked that kind of bit of it. And it does make the later rounds more exciting because I'm watching right now and you know, Dallas got the 212th pick. I think they're about to pick Deuce Vaughn um, on oh, the sixth a, round. That was the best and, moment of the
2: draft, that whole yeah. that tape of that stuff. Anyway, oh, yeah. Sorry, go
0: ahead. And, 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 and I'm like, you know what? In the old days, it would have been just, you know, Trey Wingo talking to Susie Culber and some guy who can't speak English correctly. <laughs> or Not not like because he's foreign, but because he's a former football player. Just kidding, former football player. Just kidding. <laughs> but like. Um, and it would be like, oh, let's 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 throw it to Trey and his, you know, and it's just like, uh. so I think God, well, I think it's too much. But at the same
2: time, it is more entertaining. But I
0: do miss the old way of things because I like nostalgia. So yeah. and I maybe just contradicted myself.
2: Maybe it's just my old man yells at cloud moment where I just like, oh, come on, because it was I guess in a lot of ways, it feels a lot like everything around the Super Bowl. That's not the actual game where sometimes it just seems to be too much hype. And I mean, the game I love always, but everything else, I'm like, do we really need a 45-minute halftime show and all that kind of stuff? So I guess maybe it's just me being an old man. (laughs) Probably, me too. But 125,000 people went
0: to the draft. I mean, if you're the NFL, you're like, money, Uh money, money, money,
3: money.
0: What else you got, Ando, for your initial (laughs) reaction?
2: Um, otherwise I think, I mean, there's a lot of interesting picks. I think some of the stuff, the guys that fell or guys that went higher, i I'm interested to talk about some of those guys and what your thoughts are on some of those guys. I mean, it's, I didn't think there was nearly as many shocks as this year. I thought there was way, and as a Vikings fan, it really annoyed me because of the trades, all the trades. There was so many trades. The one thing I really annoyed Most trades in history, right? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Forty-eight, and or there was or something. there was like three or four. And I mean, the Vikings had limited picks this year, but there was a lot of times where I was waiting around for a pick, and then a pick before that they trade the pick. I'm like, oh, I've been waiting here for forty-five minutes to watch the Vikings pick, and then yeah. So, but otherwise, I mean, I I, I don't have a lot of like as far as teams go. I don't I don't like to jump on the bandwagon of this team won the draft, this team didn't, because most of the time the immediate evaluations are garbage. I mean, right. so it's, I'm. I I'm, I'm, i don't know. I'm just interested to talk about the thing because I don't really have a lot of overall thoughts on the thing besides the fact that I was annoyed by the presentation. I mean, it's, I I do, and, you know, I'll, I'll kind of contradict myself too. I like seeing the players come up and get their, get their moments. I like that stuff. So it is, It is, and it's fun to hear about yeah. a lot of new players coming into the league. I guess I do like that. So I, I enjoy, it's hard to, I came off really negative at the beginning, but I still really enjoy it. And it's still, <laughs> I don't know. It's, All
1: right. Well, yeah. I also like seeing will uh will Levis not like sit there like uncomfortably <laughs> see that's that's why that's oh. why I wish they invited more players there yeah. or back in the day when they did three rounds on the first day and so they would you'd have like a hundred players there and, and they didn't know if they were gonna be drafted that day or not it was like mm-hmm. a legitimate surprise sometimes when they were drafted as opposed to now ninety nine percent of the time anyone who's invited is gonna be you know. Drafted up there, so
0: yeah. Will was chilling with his his mom was there, his sisters, and then his girlfriend. It looked like mm-hmm. he was uh, he was loving life, but he didn't come back for <laughs> day two. So uh, he probably was a little. Remember Brady Quinn when <laughs> when he <sighs> waited and waited, and then Joe Theismann was like, "You need to cut your hair and be more presentable," because he had like long hair and he looked more. There's grungy. a really
2: funny clip going around online from when uh, Johnny Football slid so far. And John Gruden was just certain that he should have been the first pick overall. It's like a five-minute clip of John Gruden throughout the (laughs) night, just saying, "I can't believe all these teams are passing on Johnny Manziel." And it's it's very fun. I mean, there's there's guys like that every year. It seems that, especially the I don't know, especially quarterbacks. I mean, I guess it makes sense because even in college, the quarterbacks are always the biggest stars in the game. So, and the people everybody knows. Last year, I mean, we had Kenny Pickett in the first round, and
0: the quarterbacks just fell. Mm -hmm. This should, that's the one thing that shocked me. And I I mentioned the Gibbs pick by the lions early shocked me and all that. But what I was shocked was a lot of these quarterbacks, like uh, the kid from UCLA, Stenson Bennett, Sean Clifford going in the fifth round of the Packers. Like I was shocked that a lot of these quarterbacks went earlier than projected. And I, I just I just yeah. I had a bet that Stenson Bennett would get drafted in the seventh round. And then I saw him get drafted by the fourth round by the Rams. I'm like wow. Yeah. I mean he you know, and and, 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 and before we continue, we'll also forget because of the COVID year and stuff, so some of these players are older than yep. they normally would be. That's true. Because of the the, the added year.
2: And yeah, all I, that. Think, so I think I think Bennett is – I think Bennett is older than like twelve or thirteen of the current starters in the NFL. It's something crazy number <laughs> like that, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's I know yeah. it's over ten. So it's yeah the the COVID thing and the ex, have yeah, extra year and that. I think the transfer portal has actually changed a lot of things too because a lot of guys you see that oh yeah they spent one year at Ohio State but before that they were at wherever it, I mean it's, so it's yeah it's a little I think I think it's, it's like
1: twenty five or something
2: yeah Bennett yeah. yeah 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 so I mean I honestly
0: wanted the Cowboys to draft him to. Uh, but I'll get into it (laughs) when I get into the (laughs) Cowboys draft, um, whether I liked it or not and whatnot, but uh, um, all right. What do you guys want to hit first? I mean, I know we want to go over our teams and what they did um, and talk about this draft as a whole. There's so much and and, and aside, you know, with free agency too, a lot of free agency has happened since we last had an official around the couch pod. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like you know, Green Bay drafting weapons for once.
2: <laughs> that had, they had to be sticking it to Rodgers a little bit, didn't they? I mean, yeah. I, I was. I, mean, I was sitting the, during that. I think it was the second round. I was my cousin that's the season ticket holder for the Packers. I was actually with him, and we were watching the part of the draft. And I'm just kind of picking his brain a little bit while and. He first of all, he the Green Bay fan base has completely 100% turned on Rodgers already. It didn't take long, of course. Of course. (laughs) And I'm like, and and I think after one of the picks where they draft, I think it was second round, I think even, and they drafted a wide receiver. And I was like, are they just drafting these offensive guys to stick it to Rodgers? And he's like, pretty sure they are. And well, they
0: still haven't drafted, they still didn't draft one in the first round.
2: Yeah. But, Uh, but they did go heavy,
0: um, rounds two. yeah, go ahead. go ahead.
2: He's also convinced that they are going to finish dead last in the North this year, and I told him that probably isn't a bad idea because tanking for Caleb Williams is probably the best strategy for if you're not a good team this next year. So, anyways, that that was my thought on the Packers. But I don't know what else do you guys think. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think they care about Aaron Rodgers anymore. He's not on the team. I think. That, I think Jordan loves no, and needs weapons, and that's why they're drafting weapons. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they drafted two oh, no. two tight ends, Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State uh with the uh sec with their second round pick and wide receiver Jaden Reed from Michigan State in the second round because they had two second rounders. Then they got Tucker Kraft in the third round, another tight end from South Dakota State, uh the champions. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um and uh Dontavian Wicks, wide receiver out of Virginia in the fifth round. Um and Grant Dubose from Charlotte, a wide receiver, was a seventh rounder, but they picked Sean Clifford in the fifth round out of Penn State. What? Why?
1: Hmm. Brett, tell me Brock, why. Because Brock Purdy, everyone wants the next Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah, I guess so. I, I
0: mean, <clears throat> I, I just a fifth rounder, like, I mean, he won at Penn State all I heard was he's not going to be a professional, you know, an NFL quarterback, but the fifth round seemed a little rich, but maybe everyone's seeing like Stenson Bennett go in the fourth round. Sometimes, you know, like a fantasy draft, you start like, Oh, I got to grab, I got to grab a quarterback now. Well, And he's still, Uh, I mean,
2: he started for four years for Penn state, which is a good football school. I mean, you still have that. I mean, at worst you're drafting a backup maybe.
0: Well, yeah, (laughs) that that's true. That's true. And plus you're, you know, I just – I am also believe if you play four years of college, you you got a lot of football under your belt. So, again, it's someone that could come in. Yeah, he may be a career backup. He could be the next Chase Daniel for all we know. You and, know?
2: You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with dra- – especially in the middle rounds. If you got a guy that you think can be a career backup, it's so damn important. I mean, one thing about uh, the Vikings over the years, Cliff- Kirk Cousins has been extremely durable. We've been spoiled. But every time, right. t- most teams that don't have, when when your starter goes down, most teams don't have anybody behind them. So yeah, yeah. If, it's kind of like a high-quality kicker. I actually, there were some kickers drafted early this year that I don't mind it either because I've seen kicking struggles. If there's a guy you think can be a, a kicker for five years and you can get him for cheap, I'm okay with doing it, I guess. Why not? So, yeah.
0: Well, because, you know, and Brett, I, I I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but like everyone's like, oh, kickers and like, I think Chris Canty calls kickers aren't even human, but they <laughs> kickers are an important part of the game whether you like it or not. They score points and they could win or lose games for you at the end. So if you got a yes. stud coming out, maybe you know, not the first round Sebastian Janikowski, but like I mean, <laughs> one went pretty damn early. Was it the 3rd or 4th round the first kicker went?
2: Uh the guy from Who's Michigan Tampa? went to uh no, to San Francisco, I think didn't they pick? Or oh, San Fran, yeah. Yeah, they picked that kid from Michigan that's got a like can kick it from like sixty-five yards. Yeah, I think so... that's
1: smart. I mean, especially now that the extra point is like a thirty-three-yard field goal, right, it's right. no chip shot. We see extra points all the time, every week, or missed extra points, I should say, all the time.
2: I mean, I just missed one right yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> well, I think Br- Brett Mayer is still missing him, isn't he? I mean. Oh, just, yeah, no, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yep, yep, you just missed one. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, if anybody, Heath, you should know. I mean, with the, it's, and it, like Vikings have suffered through kickers having just horrible, horrible misses at the wrong time. So I like a, a lot of, I've seen a lot of people just giving shit for drafting these kickers. I think the Patriots, I think, drafted a kicker and a punter, didn't they?
1: Yeah, so sure, I mean, yeah. I, I don't have a problem drafting a punter either. I, I,
2: mean, if, I say if you think there's a guy you've identified as a solid player, why think of how many times Justin Tucker's won a game for teams? I mean, yeah, I, 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 I just don't, don't get the hate on kickers sometimes.
0: I mean, look yeah. at Evan McPherson, what he did for the Bengals' run to the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, I mean, he was the reason they won games. Adam Vin- Vinatieri. Um, I mean, the Cowboys. I mean, they they've they never really went in on kickers and then when they've tried to sign veteran kickers Mike Vanderjack and Greg Zerline it's blown up in their face and you know so it's just like why not draft a kicker i mean i honestly wanted them to draft a kicker draft a a third string quarterback to groom and but i'll get i'll get into why they should have drafted a running back other than Deuce Vaughn but i'll I'll get into that but it's just like uh, you know so Anyway, it, it is what it is. Now, what are you guys' feelings? Uh, I thought the Houston Texans trading back in the first, trading up to three to select Will Anderson. Nothing against Will Anderson, but I feel like this team just gave up other picks but a first round next year, and they have way too many holes to fill. They're a bad football team. Why do you give up that much capital to get one pass rusher?
1: It was shocking. I think uh, probably to protect, uh, what's his face, Stroud? Yep. So the, 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 I think that's what they were worried about because I guess they're going to need him to start. I assume he's probably going to start day oh,
0: one. 100%. I mean, so. David Davis Mills, the eighth, ain't going to be starting day one.
1: <laughs> right. So I guess they were so desperate to get what they thought was a ready-made O-lineman.
0: <laughs> no, he was a def. He's a defensive.
1: Oh, he's a defensive line. That's right.
0: Yeah, so, Will Anderson. Yeah, that's,
2: Yeah, he's like the best pass rush, rusher pass r- Best pass yeah, rusher yeah, in yeah, the draft. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, they, that, we're all, that was a head scratcher the for office. sure.
0: Just the, he gave up so much capital, and it's they're saying the Cardinals, who made the 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 draft with the uh, the the trade with them, could have if they suck, they could have the top two picks in next year's draft. You know, I, I mean. So good on the Cardinals. They really, they made some moves, had a good draft. But, like, how do you, do you think, do you honestly, whoa, do you honestly think the Texans like D'Amico Ryan's, do you honestly think you guys are going to win 10 games next year? Like, how can you give up a number one next year when it could be the top pick? It just, it baffles me. Yeah. It baffles me.
2: They must, I mean, they must really see something special in Anderson. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean. Only thing, yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense. Because, I mean, why else would you, I mean, they must think he's going to be the second coming of Lawrence Taylor or something. I mean, otherwise, why would you, why would you give up that much? I don't get it either.
0: Yeah. I I, I honestly don't get it. Um, You know, I don't know. Uh, Wow, they drafted two centers. When does that ever happen? Uh, did? Uh, yeah, so so in the second round, they drafted Juice Shrugs from Penn State Center. And then in the sixth round, Jarrett Patterson, Notre Dame Center. Maybe he can play guard or something. But I just I just was looking at that. Um I mean, I'll be honest, like they're talking about this draft was a weaker draft. Um I don't watch as much college football as I used to. So I don't know the players like I used to, Um, you know, I can be sold on a highlight film, (laughs) you know, show me a highlight film. Like, Oh, I love that dude. Um, But it just, you know, it just goes to show you that even (laughs) though these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to run teams, scout and all this thing, all this stuff, (laughs) even they get it wrong, Uh (laughs) you know, And it's amazing. And what I find even more amazing, Ando, is that Bill Belichick's war room is himself with a laptop. It's like he's in a fantasy draft. (laughs) He he has no one else around him. How crazy is that?
2: You kind of have to admire it, don't you? I think maybe I don't know. That's the thing. Probably speaking of the Patriots, that's a little. And I heard somebody else talking about this on some pod that I was listening to. I don't remember what it is. Is they really felt bad for Mac Jones? Because I mean, their offense was a big problem last year. And if you look at their draft, they took a center in the fourth round. They took a, gar- a couple guards in the fourth and fifth round. They didn't take a skill position player until the sixth round. There's there's no help coming for him.
0: Well, I, I I think I think what they did was Ando was they're trying to help the offensive line to help them. Um. And I guess they have, they have, but they lost Damian Harris. I mean, I guess, you know, you're right. How do you not go get a receiver? But I don't think the risk, you know, other than that run in the first round, the receiver class wasn't like last year. No. You know, I mean, we don't know yet, but it doesn't seem to be as strong as it has been in the
2: past. Yeah. and I guess the other thing with New England is they got rid of their offensive coordinator and brought in an actual guy that's coached offenses before. So maybe that maybe they think that's enough.
0: <laughs> Did they bring in Bill Bill O'Brien? Is yes. he back? Yeah. Okay. Former Texans coach uh, and crazy trader. Oh um,
2: God! Yeah. Trading, speaking speaking of awesome crazy trades. Houston trades. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Altuve just went to the Twins. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking no. uh,
0: Hopkins, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Nuke. Yeah. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Going to Arizona. Yeah. And then the. Yeah. Uh, Jesus.
2: Yeah. We don't need need to we don't need to spend this much time on the Texans. (laughs)
0: No, but they were, you know, you know, that's fine. Um, Were you guys at all? I know Brett is high on him, but were you were you guys? I mean, were you sold that Bryce Young? Is it Bryce Young or Bryant Young? I can't even remember
1: Bryce. Bryce Young.
0: Bryce Young going number yeah. one overall. Do you think the pan Brett? Do you think the Panthers had him in mind the whole time that that's where they were going?
1: I don't think I don't know how you can trade for the overall number one pick without knowing who you want. So yeah, I think right. they wanted him all along, and I think he I think he is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft if I had to guess. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised, and you know I think. I think they did a good job with that pick. Um, they're going to be right in the mix, obviously, in the NFC South next year, just like every team is, probably. <laughs> oh, but, uh, God, yeah. right.
0: I, mean, I mean, who's going to win that division? I mean, your guy, well, maybe Atlanta, but yet you have the offensive weapons. But who's core? You know, is Taylor Heineke going to uh, be the quarterback of the Falcons to lead them to the promised land?
1: No, it'll be Ritter. I think they signed Heineke just as a backup. That's my guess. John Ritter. John Ritter.
0: <laughs> well, John think about Ritter. this. If 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 if, you, if if the Falcons suck, maybe they can get Caleb Williams, but I don't think they're gonna suck that bad. As you know I don't got, think there's,
1: there's, no.
2: there's too many weapons there for them to finish dead last. They still have some decent some right. o- decent offensive weapons. And yeah. they were still in most games this season, so
0: Yeah. Let's you know what? Since we're on the Atlanta topic, Brett, let's hand it over to you. Go through some free agency, your your punter you signed and your draft picks. <laughs> and uh let's get the Atlanta Falcons nugget in less than one minute. No, just kidding. Uh take your time, <laughs> do your thing. Ninety let's seconds talk Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> yeah, ninety-two seconds. Let's talk some Atlanta Falcons right now. Go, go, Brett! It's the floor
1: oh, is yours. Oh. Clearly, the best signing was Bradley Pinion, the punter. Three years, eight point <laughs> six five million dollars.
0: Brett, uh, real quick, think... remember, remember when that happened? Like the first pick, <laughs> we were dying. We're like, oh yeah, the Falcons.
1: <laughs> that was back when they were still. I thought they were still in the Lamar Jackson mix. I'm like, there's news on the Falcons. What is it? <laughs> oh, they signed a punter. Okay. Well,
2: we we went up to you like the next day. The next pick was a backup tight end that we signed, and that was the only guy we signed for quite a while. So I feel your pain, Brett. Anyways, continue.
1: <laughs> no, I think they had a pretty solid free agency. Uh, I think their defense got noticeably better. Um, of course, their defense was one of the worst in the league, and has been for many years now. So, getting better doesn't mean you're going to be good or like top half of the league. But I think. I think they're definitely going to be uh, have a better ability to stay in games, maybe get offenses off the field kind of thing. So they got um, – of course, they traded for Jeff Okuda from the Lions, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Former top three pick from the Lions, if my uh, memory serves me correctly.
1: And they signed a couple other corners. Um, let's see, Mike Hughes, Cornell Armstrong – just going through the list here. Uh, of course, they signed Taylor Heineke two years, $20 million for, uh, for a backup. Woo-hoo. That's not bad. They re-signed more Caleb Mcgarity. That's that? more
0: than Cooper Rush got. <laughs>
1: that's weird. Um, anyway. Yeah, they tried, they, they tried to solidify their offensive line. They re-signed Caleb Mcgarity. Chris Lindstrom is now the highest-paid offensive guard in the NFL. He got a five-year, one hundred and five million-dollar contract. Wow! They nice. um, re-signed Lorenzo Carter, linebacker. So I, I like I like their free agency overall. I feel pretty good about that. And you know, I think I like their draft overall too. I guess uh, I was disappointed they didn't take Jalen Carter because I thought he was, you know, arguably the best player.
0: Yeah, they uh, should. The best him. defensive
1: player because it, 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 they, I, I bet you they weren't even like thinking that he would fall that far, but so they felt he fell right into their lap. But I think they were so locked in to Bijan yeah. that they they had to take. And I, I think Philadelphia was trying to trade up even mm-hmm. earlier to get Jalen. So I don't even know if they could have maybe traded down and still got Bijan if you know, if they weren't interested. Probably if the
0: Eagles, because a lot of people had the Eagles linked to a running back, but I I don't think the Eagles would have drafted Bijan. So they might've been able to get an extra pick, but you know, I guess when you want a player that bad, um, it's just, it just bothers me because look what happened with Saquon. How many years are lost with him on on a bad giants team. Um, and, And it's just like, you have Patterson. You have Tyler Algiers. Trade him to the Cowboys. Can you trade Algiers to the Cowboys, Brett? Can you make a call? I would love him in the Cowboys' backfield.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, they're like third in the league in rushing last year, and Algiers set a rookie, you know, franchise rookie record. So, you know, but I guess they have a plan. I mean, they've gone offense with their first overall pick. For what three, at least three years in a row, and yeah, that, those Kyle are high draft Drake London. Kyle yeah. Pitts fourth overall, Drake London was I think like ninth overall or something, and then Bijan eighth overall.
0: I will say jersey so. sales are going to be high. I mean, <laughs> hey Brett, do do you still see a lot of Michael Vick jerseys in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, or good, a yeah. good number. Yeah,
0: I owned one, my friend. Cowboys were under Dave Campo were so bad and I loved Michael Vick and I had his shoes I have the mug I had jersey <laughs> right. but I ended up selling it on eBay after the dog thing but
1: yeah that was that was a that was a dark uh year yeah there. but and I just I just, I just still yeah. I
0: still really like Michael Vick I I mean I mean he's I pretty would... much
1: he's redeemed his reputation at this point right right um, as about as much as about as well as you can, I guess. So uh, uh, I don't think I'm wearing a, a Vic jersey. OK, I'm going to go.
0: I'm going to buy one. <laughs> well, because I had not to go on a tangent, but we are um, stalling <laughs> time for with stalling time for Axel to get out of his darkness retreat. But like I so I guess it was the I guess it was a 2002 esque jersey, you know, the black one. That didn't have any red in it that i think they did a throwback last year Mm -hmm. like i loved that jersey oh my god and i sold it i'm so mad i sold it because it's so hard to find now and i'm like i love that jersey, but it was too big for me um but i still loved it Uh, anyway i'm sorry i'm sorry so you know
2: brett are you i'll get us back (laughs) on track for just a second <laughs> thank you, Brando. <laughs> so Brett, what are what how do you feel about the B. John Robinson thing? I have some thoughts about this, but like you you are you I think I remember you texting or saying something on Facebook right away that you d- didn't seem like you were real impressed with the pick. Are you still that way or have you warmed up to it a little bit?
1: <clears throat> I'd say I've, I've warmed up to a little to it a little bit just because um there's so much optimism around the pick around here. hmm uh-huh um it's kind of rubbing off on me i guess because there's a lot of people that love that pick
2: well because the the thing oh finish your thought sorry
1: well i I, the only the main reason i didn't like the pick was i would i would have been totally fine with the pick if jalen carter hadn't fallen all the way down to eighth
2: and
3: And that's that's,
1: that's what that's why i was a little bit bitter about it because i thought that was a no-brainer
2: yeah
1: um uh, well, if if Jalen had gone in the top five or whatever, like everyone thought, it, I wouldn't even it wouldn't even have questioned the Bijan pick
2: because that's uh, solo. You mentioned Saquon Barkley, and I think I'm thinking of another guy when I when I saw that pick and saw some of the reaction right away. And it reminds me of back back in 2006, the Vikings had a running back named Chester Taylor, rushed for mm-hmm. 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, had a huge year. Toledo, right? Was he playing? Yeah, Toledo? I believe Toledo. Yeah. yeah. He was the backup at uh, Baltimore for a while, and then he came here and was awesome. And everybody here was like, "Yes, yes." The, the first round the next year, the Vikings took a guy named Adrian Peterson, <laughs> and he was not a need at all for the Vikings. I mean, they they had a yeah. guy Chester Taylor was young, didn't have many carries on him, and right. that, that, Bijan Robinson. I mean, we've all seen him play a little bit in college, and the guy is a monster. Oh, I want it I I That's... wanted the since since
0: November. I wanted the Cowboys to draft him because I knew Zeke was going to get released, and Tony Pollard's a, you know, not an every down back He's through frigid- the <laughs> for you know, to quote our favorite Christmas movie, but and I so I was sold on Bijan, but then I knew there was no way the Cowboys were getting him, and so. That's a great point when you do the Chester Taylor Adrian Peterson because, yeah. honestly, Bijan Robinson is probably your top three talent in this draft.
2: I mean, that's, I'm, I, I I'm looking at ESPN right now and they have him as their overall in the draft. They, they had him rated as a number two player.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's a freaking star. I mean, he's a game taker. So yeah. I, yeah. I think Atlanta, what their thought was, how can we pass this guy up? Like, right. I know we. You know, and, and it sucks. If Jalen, well, if Jalen Carter doesn't have the off-the-field racing incident, Jalen Carter goes what top three probably? Um, so they wouldn't have gotten him. But you know what, Brett? I think in hindsight, Ando brings up great point. Bijan Robinson might be one of the best running backs in the NFL for the next five years. So, because
2: I mean, I, mean, I, I guess the whole how thing. much
0: does Cordell Patterson have left? And but you can use him not in much. other ways. Yeah, not much. Yeah. And Algiers as a compliment to Bijan, you know, maybe with the young quarterback, you run the shit out of the ball. And you you know, and you change the way people are playing. And you know, I'm I'm picking I think I'm picking the Falcons to win that That's, division.
2: That was part of my other thought is like <laughs> you know you can't get one of the top quarterbacks there, and if you're not sold on Levis, get another guy that will help your team. You've got weapons to you've got receiving weapons there. What better way to make it easier on a quarterback than to have a running back that keeps the defense defense yeah. honest? I mean I, I kinda the love too. the B. John Robinson pick for you, so that's oh, I'm <laughs> starting like, to really
0: love it. Yeah, I'm, it's am I gonna become a Falcons fan again for like a couple of years? <laughs>
1: I'll get you a jersey solo. <laughs> oh,
0: I'll wear that proud. <laughs> I'll wear
1: that proud. Well, I'm starting to see the vision, but the yeah. I guess my counter is that it would be nice to to use one of these one of these years to use a high draft pick on a on a difference maker on defense because it's been well, a next long year, time baby. since the Falcons <laughs> have done that. So um, th- I'm just hey. worried about the defensive side of the ball. But I mean, I yeah. see the vision for the offense, especially you got a really young quarterback, which you know I guess you're going to you're going to roll with. That wasn't always obvious the last couple of years with you know the pitches for Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure if it, you know, Desmond Ritter was the plan, but I guess he's the plan now. So,
0: for right um, now,
2: yeah, yeah. But and you I got mean, Matthew Bergeron from Q's baby. Last you year, him, I mean, my bec- boy. Because of this podcast, I watched more Falcons games last year than I've probably watched in the last five or ten years. And I mean, they need some. They. I, I don't know something about that offense. A lot of times it was just stagnant because they couldn't. They knew they I don't know. I I just I, the Robinson pick I think is well really Mariota be good.
0: couldn't throw. Yeah. Mariota was well, terrible. Right.
2: Yeah, that was bad. And
0: that's the only thing. That's why I almost think if Ritter okay, who knows? I mean, a, Ritter could all of a sudden play like John, or he could play like Furley. I mean, I don't know, but you know if, if he can't and Heineke can. Give them – keep them in games. I think Heineke is better than Mariota. I mean, granted, Heineke's not going to lead you to a Super Bowl, but it, you never know. And with that running game, you know, we worry about the defense, and that's what's Brett's main concern was the defense needs a lot of help, and Jalen Carr would have been nice yeah. <laughs> to oh, plug sure. in the middle there. You know, yeah. so – and you guys, you didn't have as many picks. Uh, you know, in the third round, you got Zach Harrison – uh, defensive end out of Ohio State. Uh, round four out of Utah, Clark Phillips, the third cornerback. And then the seventh, uh, DeMarco Helms from Alabama, safety. And Joe Von Gwynn is going to be your new favorite player, South Carolina offensive guard. <laughs> so what do you think about and, those picks?
1: Well, Bergeron, <laughs> your boy Bergeron out of Syracuse.
0: Oh, I love it. He's. So, uh, I was hoping he'd go to the Cowboys.
1: And they actually traded uh, up. I think, didn't they trade up a few spots to get him? Yeah, I think in the, yeah, think early in the did, second actually. round.
0: Yes, they did. Yes, they did.
1: So, you know, overall, I'm optimistic. You know, hey, you know what? Um,
0: at least, honestly, Brett, at least you have some fun players to root for. I know that's a cliche, but at least, you know, it, it, they're building something. And, yeah. you know, we just need to get that quarterback for you. And, uh, Maybe Kirk Cousins will come to Atlanta. I don't know.
2: So well, I, I just looked at the – well, he is a free agent after this year. They have not extended him yet. I just I looked mean. at the top available free agent quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater, a reunion with Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. I don't know if any of those guys are leading you to the promised land either. But
0: Oh, that's USFL material right there. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh. let's uh, – uh, Brett, any final words on the off season for the Falcons before we move on to the Vikings? Finally,
1: no, nah, I think I think we pretty much wrapped it up. All right, that was a good. That was a good Falcons talk. That was good. Thanks, guys. I, you, know, kinda, yeah, kinda exci- you know, I'm
0: kind of yeah, I'm kind of excited. You know, Bijan, oof, he's going to be a high pick in fantasy. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Hell yeah!
2: Anyway, he will be. speaking of fantasy, let's go to the Vikings ando. I I am in fantasy land. You have to be, to be a Vikings fan. So (laughs) the, uh, they were not very active in free agency at all. I mean, really they picked up Byron Murphy from Arizona, which is, uh, he's a good corner, good young corner. Everything I've, honestly didn't watch a whole lot of Cardinals games last year because I'm, I'm sure we can go check the tape on the podcast. And I remember watching a couple early in the season. I said, I'm never betting on the, taking the Cardinals again. I hate watching this team. <laughs> so everything I've read about Byron Murphy is really, really – he's actually compared a lot to a young Patrick Peterson when he was in Arizona and who left the Vikings this year, which is kind of a disappointing loss. But otherwise, like at the backup tight end I referenced earlier – Marcus Davenport, who had a good couple of good years with New Orleans, and is coming off an injury at defensive end, might be decent. I mean, honestly, the the best free agent signing the Vikings made was a coach, getting Brian Flores as their new defensive coordinator, and replacing cool. last year's defensive coordinator, who was by far the, the Vikings were by far the worst defense in the league. So, and it, a lot of people complained here because they it was it was kind of like they were playing prevent defense all the time. They would just playoff people never played aggressive. And it was like the, why aren't you at least taking chances? Because if you're going to get burned anyways, but they have refused to blitz lowest blitz rate in the league, all this other stuff. So I'm more excited about getting Flores as the DC here than almost any of the moves they've made. Uh, the most notable things is they haven't traded Delvin cook yet, which they, the rumors have been running. Is rampant still going to happen? Oh, is he going it's, to the Cowboys? I don't know that. I mean, there was a while he was linked to Miami until Miami took a running back in the first round. So I don't – he's still being talked about traded because the, the salary isn't fitting real well, and the same thing with Zadarius Smith. But who knows there? There just isn't like – I said, the Vikings have been laying low a lot. And, I mean, even in their draft picks, the, the kid from USC, which in Minnesota, that pick has gotten – at least in my circle of football friends that are in here, that pick has uh, Jordan Addison has gotten roundly uh, not – People are not in favor of it at all. They they want mm. they want people to draft defense here. Most people do. Right. And I personally I like the draft pick a lot. And a lot of, kind of this t- ties back to one of the other losses the Vikings had this season was losing Adam Thielen. Which Adam Thielen has been one of the most popular players, Vikings players in this state. In the probably the last 15 years I mean he's just he's a hometown boy here he went to Minnesota or Mankato State well Minnesota State it's called now so he he went there was an undrafted free agent by the Vikings and worked his way up to a special team or to I mean it's it's the Cinderella story kind of a thing and right. when, when he le- and everybody kind of overlooked his lack of production the last couple of years especially this last year by the end of the season last year Jordan or Justin Jefferson was getting double and triple teamed every single play because they weren't fearing Thielen at all. So yeah. having, having another running... And Addison is... I haven't seen USC play a lot this year, but he's supposed to be the best route runner in the, in the draft. I, good hands, not explosive fast, but with him and the Vikings second-round draft pick, which they technically didn't have because they traded it for TJ Hawkinson last year. So TJ Hawkinson is basically their second-round draft pick this year. That's the way at least I'm spinning it in my head. <laughs> so... The, I mean the other draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's my list here? The I mean the other guys. They took a cor- another guy from USC, a corner, Mackay Blackman. Don't know much about him, but he's a uh, place press coverage, which is what Flores likes to coach. So he should fit into the team. They've got a couple other corners coming back from injury and a safety from Georgia coming back from injury this year. So they're relying a lot on young guys to come back from injuries. Otherwise, the the, the Vikings draft, and like I said, it's been pretty low key. They drafted a quarterback late from BYU, who's supposed to be decent, but he also has concussion problems. So there's – it's it's a lot of it is just kind of standing pat a little bit with making little minor moves that hopefully will end up being good moves, I guess, for the lack of a – there's a reason why nobody's really talking about the Vikings right now. Yeah. They didn't really make any, like – it's been on the quiet front. Yeah. And you wonder –
1: I mean, compared to other teams in their division they yeah. are, are making yeah. more noise than they are.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you look at Detroit and you look at Chicago and, you, well, and especially Green Bay. I mean, they're, they're dealing stuff all over the place. So the one thing that I thought was interesting, and we touched on them a little bit earlier, um, pre-draft all the local media around here was saying Vikings are checking in on quarterbacks. They might make a, trade, for a quarterback, uh, trade up to draft a quarterback, or they might do this, they might do that. And they had a shot to draft Will Levis, and they let it go. Well, right. Will Levis is offensive coordinators. He had two of them in Kentucky while he was there. And both of them are have also previously coached with Kevin O'Connell, the head coach here. Mm. Mm. So, they're, they're, I mean, there's no way they wouldn't have the inside information on Levis. I'm wondering if Levis, right. there's a reason why he slipped as far as he did? Because there was so many people saying he'd be a top five draft pick. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on Will Levis? Well, he i I heard reports from my sources
0: that he that he has some problem with his toe and that he might need surgery or something. Uh that was one of the concerns. And then everyone like even Lombardi talks about it where he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford at Penn State. And um, I mean, he had a great year two years ago, but last year, I mean, that team was not good. That old line was not good. And I, you know, I think he was pumped up because he looks like a stud, and he, you know, so, yeah. you know, he just he dropped. <laughs>
2: he dropped I, I'm wondering round. if it's kind of like uh, what was the guy the Raiders drafted a while, a long time ago that could throw the ball 80 Marcus yards? Marcus Russell? Yes, <laughs> is it that kind of a situation where he's just a a freak in the combine and just not? No,
0: I, I don't. I Marcus Russell had mental issues well, and yeah, didn't work hard, and, and and that was. A, I don't think that's Levis, but I think. Think about it. Think about all, think about the quarterbacks that were drafted at the top of the round different style than will Levis, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe, you know, it's kind of that recency
2: bias kind of thing. Well, Brett, what do you think? Yeah, Brett, you're an sec guy. You've probably seen him play more than the rest of us. What do you think?
1: I think heading into the draft in general, I thought he was overrated or, or rated higher than, than he should have been. Right. Um, so I'm not surprised he dropped. I don't expect him to be a you know star quarterback in the league, but who knows? That's um, kind of my thoughts there. I, I I would definitely rank him lower than all the other quarterbacks to win in the first round, other than maybe Anthony Richardson, who I'm also not very. very <laughs> but those, I would say, those two are like the most overrated quarterbacks. Uh, that got a whole lot of talk. I, I think a
2: segment for this next year's every week is just going to have to be <laughs> Brett's corner on what he thinks on Anthony Richardson's performance every week. It oh, totally. a, a recurring weekly segment, I think, the the Anthony Richardson check-in. Oh, yeah, the fun. Richie Rich uh, <laughs> uh, check-in. Um,
0: yeah, you know, and I think, too, with me, I, I don't know about Will. I think I'm just like – I just like the way he looks – and 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 how he's I don't know. It's just one of those things where he does. It's just he looks like, like
2: a football player. He looks like a guy that just you looks like. looks like a
0: stud. Yeah, and you're attracted to. By the way, I'm watching, <laughs> like I said, the NFL drafts on. You know, and Motley Crue is performing <laughs> at the NFL draft. <laughs> uh, wow, how
2: <laughs> are you? You're not wow. watching the 1993 or 1990? 1990. No, <laughs> Axel. I mean, no, Ando. Um, no, I'm watching this year's, and
0: Vince Neal and the boys are uh performing in Kansas City at the NFL draft. Wow, and they have a female background singer,
2: or (laughs) oh, they have a couple of them. What okay, the better question is, what round are you in now? What round are they performing in? Like, is this like seventh round? Pick. It's like the end of the six. Pick two twenty nine. Wow! So they're on the
0: third. Yeah. day. no, it is this. It's the seventh round. Yeah, Motley Crue is doing a concert at the NFL draft in the seventh round right now. Oh man! <laughs> Shot at the devil. We buried the lead for the podcast, boys. <laughs> yeah, we did. And then, and then, as that happened. There's the, the Ravens just picked guard from USC, Andrew Voorhees. So throwback to the eighties. Wow. With Jason Voorhees.
2: Did he come out with a mask? (laughs) I I think so. So, Solo, besides the Deuce Vaughn, like clip, that was just amazing of the call from his dad and all that stuff, which was one of the favorite things I've seen. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys Mm -hmm. on this draft?
0: All right. Well, let's, I'm gonna do a little free agency, Cowboys. Let's let's get into some cowboy talk right now. Dallas Cowboys, what the hell did you do? All right, so <laughs> <laughs> we signed we the Cowboys re-signed a lot of their their own players, which I loved. They signed, I mean, they gave Tony Pollard the franchise tag, smart move. They signed safety Donovan Wilson, who's one of my favorite players on defense. Three years, twenty four mil. Uh, Leighton Van Esch is coming back, linebacker, two years, 11 mil. Uh, C.J. Goodwin, um, he's their best special teams player, one year, 1. 1.3 mil. Uh, Cooper Rush, two years, 6 mil to back up Dak. Wow, Taylor Heineke got more than him. Um, they signed offensive lineman uh, Chuma Ego- Edo- Edoja, Ego- I don't know who he is.
2: I'm not going to bail you out on that
0: one solo. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Uh, Out of USC, the theme of this last 15 minutes, uh, running back Ronald Jones to a one-year deal. Um, And they re-signed Rico Dowdle, running back. Uh, They signed defensive end Takaris McKinney for a year. They got a new long snapper, Trent Sieg. Uh, They re-signed Jonathan Hankins for one year, the – Veteran from Ohio State, who they got in a trade last year, and tack McKinley for a year. So let's go to the Cowboys draft. Um, Kellen Moore is now in San Diego, the offensive coordinator. Mike, I almost said Mike Malarkey, Mike McCarthy is calling plays this year. Oh, great.
2: Um, who oh, no. knows? Yeah, is, I don't know. Is that a step up or a step down from Kellen Moore? I don't even know. I, I was done. I was done with Kellen Moore. I know the, that's kind of what I the, thought
0: too. The the the, the 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 first and goal at the two, and you're passing it garbage.
1: So like, in Mike McCarthy's calling plays. So Who's going to be head coach? That's what I would
3: yeah,
0: know. Jerry Jones, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cowboys had picked twenty-seven in the first round. Uh, Michael Mayer, tied in on Notre Dame, was there, and that's who I was like, let's let's go, let's get him, let's get him. And then all of a sudden, a player—they drafted a player I never even heard of, Mazzy Smith, defensive tackle out of Michigan. But then, Mazzy, then Ando texted me that he's a good player.
2: Yes, he was. I, he was awesome when he played shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals a while back. So he's <laughs> he's going to he be fantastic. I love that
0: flip he did. That <laughs> yeah. flip
2: he did. No, he's good. But, I, I saw him play at Michigan quite a few times, and he's yeah, he's, he's not flashy. Cowboys, but he's, you're going to love him.
0: Yeah, see, the Cowboys, one of their problems on defense was their run defense, and especially in the middle of the year, they gave up a lot of rushing yards, and they need someone like they compare him to Don Terry Poe in this prime. They need a big dude up front, and it's been I've been waiting for them to get a guy. It wasn't a flashy pick but it was an important pick. And so if this kid can do what they say he can do um, and anchor that defense and help out Micah Parsons, I'm in. So then in the second round, they went with another Michigan player, tight end Luke Schoonmaker, who was like their top receiver, Michigan. Um, but, we, you know, we have Jake Ferguson. We drafted, I believe, in the fourth round out of Wisconsin, who showed flashes and Hendershot, the undrafted uh, – R- rookie last year out of indiana so with schoonmaker it's young because they let dalton schultz Sh- go to the to brett's texans so um schoonmaker's a good pick my favorite pick of the draft was in the third round d marverian overshone inside linebacker out of texas we need a young linebacker, and this kid can hit this kid puts pain in the word pain so i love him i'm very excited now, the rest of their picks, except for one, I had no idea about. Fourth round, uh, Valami Fieco. We might be the first team in NFL history to have two Fiecos on our team because we have the wide receiver from Stanford. That's also the same last name. Are they uh, related? Defensive end, I, I don't know. I've never heard Looked that, that name before. That's, I'll, I'll yeah, check it Fieko. out while you talk. All right, so uh, defensive end out of San Jose State, high motor, a rotation guy. Okay, cool. Uh, in the fifth round, they drafted a Richards offensive tackle out of North Carolina, probably a backup tackle. I don't know. How, he looks big. I don't know how good he is, but fifth rounder. Okay. Sixth rounder. They traded up to select Eric Scott Jr. Corner out of Southern Miss. Now, Dan Quinn loves those big corners uh, with long arms and stuff. And to be honest, the Cowboys have, you know, they struck it rich with Daron Bland last year out of Fresno State. Uh, so he's got the same attribute. So you know, maybe a backup, you know, or special teams player. Uh, sixth round, of course, out of Kansas State running back five five Deuce Vaughn. His pops, which Ando told me during the year, was the um, is one of the scouts on the Cowboys, and we've been talking about that emotional. This is and- this
2: is why Axel needs to pay attention when we talk college because we're we're ahead of the game. Talking about Deuce Vaughn back then, remember? I know. We I mean, yeah. knew he was going to draft it by the Cowboys, um, <laughs> but like, you know, I mean,
0: explosive Darren Sproles esque player. See, he's a he's like a nice gadget player, another threat you have to cover, and you can get him mismatched. But like, I really feel with e- Ezekiel Elliott gone, having a lot of faith in Ronald Jones. We needed a big bruiser back, and I was just irritated that in the. F- you know, fourth and fifth round, we didn't draft a running back. Um, And that scares me unless they're going to go trade for someone. Um, And I, so because Zeke, as bad as Zeke has been, he knows how to score on goal line and get those tough one or two yards. And I don't know if Ronald Jones is the answer. So Pollard and Vaughn, great to have, but you need a bruiser. But we'll see. And then in the seventh round, they picked Jalen Brooks, a wide receiver out of South Carolina. I was so mad with this pick because my boy out of Syracuse, running back Sean Tucker, was still available. <laughs> and I thought, could it be? My boy is going to cop now. And he was signed as a free agent, uh, undrafted free agent by the Buccaneers. So um, I, I, I free agency was very solid. Uh, are they also, tr- well, they also traded for S- Stefan Gilmore from the Colts to play corner, which I'm excited about. And of course, Brandon Cooks from the Texans. And they gave up fifth round picks for those two. So um, I was very happy with the offseason with the Cowboys. The draft, you know, it remains to be seen, but it looks like it was a smart draft. I just felt that in the seventh round or sixth round draft a quarterback, draft, you know, you never know. And they don't, just the Cowboys, Dak Prescott and Matt White, with the last two quarterbacks they've drafted. They just don't draft quarterbacks at all. And I I just think that's a mistake just in case. Um, And, you know, you groom someone and maybe you trade them for a high pick or you never know, you might find the purdy. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but having that bruiser running back disappoints me. We don't have one of those, unless Ronald Jones becomes I mean he was a good runner at USC and played well for the Buccaneers in a Super Bowl run, but was you know played minimal with the Chiefs. Um, you know, I still think they need a bruiser running back and I so watch them re-sign Zeke Elliott. But anyway, um <laughs> or trade for Dalvin all. Cook. Yeah, or trade for Well, oh, that would there be nice. Go. But but you know, all in all I, I think they did a a, a really good job. And the Cowboys have been drafted well lately. Um, you know, they 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 just the last like three or four years they've drafted much better than they have in the past. So, so you know, I'm optimistic, but Philly seems to get stronger. And uh, you know, I'm still thinking about
2: those Dak Prescott interceptions. So, I don't know. Well, that tight end from Michigan, he'll be a good player too. He's a good player too. So, you'll I think you'll be happy with him. He's not as he didn't have the hype that the kid from Notre Dame did, but he's still going to be good. Yeah,
0: I think he'll be solid. So hey, the, that's all uh,
2: I can ask for. The I looked up Fahoko. That name must be a, a lot more uh, common than I thought. Those two aren't related, but <laughs> oh, wow. but uh, Simi Fahoko, the wide receiver, has all a right. cousin, Braden Fahoko, who plays defensive end for the Steelers. Oh wow! So there, there's mm. at least three Fahokos in the NFL now. It says that the Volami, is the other the drafted. Yeah. Is not related to Simi. So, so yeah. So evidently that that that's our uh Faheco roundup corner. What 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 are the odds? I know. Fioko.
0: <laughs> I feel like a fioco right now. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound terrible. No,
2: that, yeah. Yeah. So
0: um all right. Well, Axel's still in his darkness retreat.
2: The Wi-Fi Um, in that darkness retreat must really be shitty.
0: You know, know, I'm a little disappointed in Axel. You know, I mean, family things before the pod. I mean, you know, he doesn't miss a Yellow Jackets pod. Oh, yeah, he does. Never. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just weak, isn't it? Just weak.
2: I'm so disappointed.
0: Just, you know, you know. This family time thing. I mean, seriously, come on. <laughs> I exiled my wife to the bedroom, you know? I said, I'm I'm podding with the boys. Take your yep. dinner in the bedroom.
2: <laughs> Everybody here's asleep, so I'm 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 okay for a while yet.
0: <laughs> uh so one of the teams
2: that I thought had a great draft
0: who might be leaning towards my AFC champion. And it's not the Chiefs for twenty twenty three the cincinnati bengals hmm. i thought i had a good draft they, they got defensive end miles murphy who's a stud um in the first round dj turner corner out of michigan jordan battle safety out of alabama charlie jones wide receiver out of purdue chase brown illinois running back and then one of my favorite picks i don't know if he's gonna be any good but Andrea Isovis from Princeton, wide receiver. And then they drafted a punter, Brad Robbins. I think that's Brett's cousin out of Michigan. <laughs> and my boy DJ Ivey, corner out of Miami. But they had a nice
2: draft. Yeah, go mm-hmm. especially going defense heavy for at the first three rounds. That's their yeah. offense doesn't need a whole lot more tweaking. Why not? That's a good that here, yeah right? No, that is a think- good looking draft.
0: I, I, I like the Bengals draft. I, I think I mean when you got Joe Burrow. Now is there something going on with Joe Mixon who didn't he punch out his girlfriend before the draft and now a few years in now he's There
2: there was rumors that he did but or that they did but that nothing has really ever came out about it. Like oh, there was like there was something where the cops came to his house or something, but it was really all kind of I don't know. I never heard anything more. Oh, after that's
0: that. right. I saw the tape. Brett was hiding evidence for him. It was like Brett was, on, he had a bong in his hand and Brett was having a good time. And then he was just hiding evidence, flushing shit down the toilet. So I
2: don't know. Brett, can you comment?
1: <laughs> I cannot.
2: Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I am i am looking at it here and I was mistaken when earlier when I said the, I was talking about the Dolphins earlier and how they picked a running back. They didn't in the have, first have a round. first round. Didn't pick. Have I somebody. was going to correct. I was they, going to correct you, but then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy. the The running back they took was in the third round, and that running back caught my eye. I've oh, seen him mentioned is. a few times, and he's from Texas A&M, and he supposedly is the fastest running back in the draft. He's been compared yep. very favorably to Warwick Dunn on a team like a, another hey, spe- another speedster on the Miami Dolphins team. That's yeah. that could be scary. I mean, as long as toys from healthy. Mike McDaniel, yeah. Yeah, uh De- yeah, Devon I thought Arcane. the Cowboys would
0: draft him. Yep, I thought the Cowboys would draft him since he's a you know homegrown, um, you know played at A and M. But uh, they you know they figured they have Pollard. Uh, but you know why draft a running back? You know, t- <laughs> you know when you need one. I mean, I don't know.
2: Well, and isn't there uh, usually in the NFL? Isn't there usually cuts? Or uh, isn't it like June first? There's usually a bunch of cuts for salary cap stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because because like right now you can. Like Zeke Elliott was a post June cut. Yep. Oh, so that's right. You're gonna yeah. get, You know. You know what I mean. So he can sign with anyone, but the Cowboys can't use the cap room till after June first. So you're gonna see like after free agency, after the draft, people will be like, "Oh," uh, and you'll see some cuts or some maybe even trades. Um, I don't know if we see a lot of trades in the summer. It's usually at the end of camp. But
2: so there's a pretty good shot Zeke comes back to the cowboys doesn't i hope and if if
0: he would play like get five carries a game i'd be fine but i doubt he's gonna come back for i don't know where he'd go atlanta why not you have tons of running backs why not go to atlanta kc they could do the short yardage guy yeah kc maybe cleveland i mean again we often go oh he went to school in ohio but we you know we don't know it's He'd even want to go back there.
2: There really isn't Um, a lot of. of, I'm looking at the best available free agents right now, and I mean Zeke, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette. All those guys have got a lot of miles on their. Well, I could see. Yeah, but see, I'd be okay with
0: a Fournette with the Cowboys for.
2: You'd be a good bruiser for him.
0: Yeah, why not? See, Cowboys, just call me up. Why not sign Leonard? Sign playoff Lenny.
1: You could probably get. I would be happy.
0: Yeah, because I loved playoff Lenny and uh, at LSU, and he destroyed my Q's one game. But I, I've been a big Leonard Fournette fan, <laughs> even though he hasn't been the, the he wasn't the Adrian Peterson <laughs> type well, <laughs> that people thought he was.
2: There's not many it's Adrian only like Peterson.
0: Types, no, there so. isn't. There isn't. There isn't. But I like playoff Lenny. Yeah, he, he, oh, yeah so you he he might see some
2: guy. Yeah,
0: that'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, yeah, Brett, is there any team, uh, you want to talk about? Let's, let's, uh, try to hit some of these teams. Uh, do you want to talk something in your division or, or um, ask us something?
1: Hendon hooker. Do you think he fell because of the injury or did he end up going probably where you expected?
0: Totally the injury. Um, there's rumors that he would have went in the first round if he was healthy.
2: I, I I think injury too. I was hoping the Vikings would trade up somehow into the second round and grab him. I was Imagine though if the Cowboys had drafted him in a hooker in Dallas. No,
0: that wouldn't have worked.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, geez.
2: Yeah, that had to but be because you know, I mean, before that injury, he looked he was awesome the times yeah, I watched. He it. was that's yeah. I mean that Alabama LSU game
0: was intense. It was insane. Oh my god. But um, the thing is, though, and, and, and I've we've talked about this, why, why do you think, I mean, I know there's so many factors that go into this, but why do you think the quarterback position from college to pro is the hardest to evaluate? I mean, even, like I said, the experts, the scouts, the, you still don't know. It, it, it's crazy because I know there's the, how smart are they reading defenses, the mental aspect. There's also the personal aspect, what's going on in their lives. It's different things. I mean, Dak Prescott, you know, as much as I yell about him, about his interceptions and stuff, the, his rookie year, the Cowboys were the number one seed. The, they, they were awesome,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then they lose a tough one at Green Bay. And he was a fourth-round pick in their second fourth-round pick. And Paxton Lynch went in the first round for Denver and got cut from a USFL team. Yeah. It's amazing like how it's just not an exact science. I mean, it's just, you know, of course, Brock Purdy, recent. Jalen Hurts, second round. Go ahead, Brett.
1: It's a combination of things. I mean, the offenses are different in a lot of cases. Uh, NFL is much more cerebral than college. I mean, you have uh, just the complexity of plays is much greater. So and then on top of that, you know, you're not you're going to have a lot more failure in the NFL typically. So how do players handle that? The players who have been the best player on their team and you know high school and college right? are, are like nobodies once they get to the NFL. point. So it's a d- definitely a mental aspect too that's pretty hard to evaluate, I would I would guess. You know, Yeah that's one, one one of my good
0: friends um who uh he my friend Aaron Norvell he played uh he started linebacker at Wisconsin and his brother Jay Norvell uh played at Iowa with stoops and the boys there and now is the head coach at Colorado State coach Nevada um you know so good friend of mine he he was telling me cuz he he tried to make it in the CFL couldn't you know it didn't work out whatever but um i i i can't remember if it was him or someone else but anyway like the players that were playing in NFL Europe like they all have the athletic ability it's just a lot of them don't have the mental strength yeah. mm-hmm. or the smarts i mean my buddy aaron was telling me like major harris he would have like six plays on his wrist i mean he was a great quarterback of west virginia played against notre dame he was so athletic he
2: could just make up he for was so it athletic yeah.
0: he could do his thing but like he just wasn't a smart guy i mean he just couldn't handle he couldn't read defenses and all that he'd have like plays on his wrist and he just would call plays and you know so you know because i remember remember like I mean, this is when I was in middle school, but like Tony Rice and Major oh, yeah. Harris, and then later on Notre Dame. I remember Ron Paulus yep. was was a you know you know he 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 actually was great. At, he went to Berwick, Pennsylvania. When I moved to Pennsylvania, he was the top quarterback in the state, and he went to Notre Dame, and everyone was expecting him to be the next coming, and it just didn't work out. Like it's just it's funny. Remember, um, do you guys remember? And, again, I'm a sucker for names. But Michigan had this freshman quarterback called Tate Forcier. You remember him? Yeah, I remember, remember the name. Out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, like, showed flashes at Michigan freshman year. And then he was supposed to transfer to Miami because something happened at Michigan. And then he was going to go to a San Jose State and then never played college again. Like, it's just, like, it's amazing. Like, I'm, like, I mean, that was a cool name. So I probably liked him more than, <laughs> you know. But, but I
2: it's think just the other, quarterback's
0: the toughest position.
2: I think the other reason Validate. why it's so tough. I mean, besides quarterback probably being the toughest position, or the stuff you have to know the most, or know how to do it. I think in the NFL, when you're playing, the gap between the best team and the worst team is really not that far. Where in college, if you're the best team, if you're Georgia and you're playing against the worst team, you're going to play all year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, the gap is so high that sometimes it's like NFL players playing against high school guys in a lot of cases, where it's 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 easy to have people be evaluated too high because they're not playing the level of competition week in week out that they're so. I mean, I think I think Brett's right though. It's just it's a combination of different things, and I think they all play a part in that. And uh, also the you say the not dealing with adversity ever because you're always the best player on your team and you've never had more than one loss in a season if you've ever lost. You get to the NFL, you go to a shitty team, you don't win one game all year. I mean, that's – so it's – yeah, I think it's definitely a combination of things. But, yeah, the the gap in talent, I think, is always just a big, huge, big, huge Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah,
0: and one of the biggest things I know quarterbacks have said where in college, you can – you have more time to throw a completion where in the NFL, everyone is so fast and so Mm -hmm. good – the 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 window is so quick. Like you have to know where you're going. Um and you know that's a big problem too. Cause you're right, because in the NFL, everyone is the best player around. In college, you'll have three or four great players, but then you'll have some people who are never gonna play a ton of people who are never going to play football again. You know? Yep. Yeah. So that's a great point. And it's just, you know, it's hit or miss. And plus it's the coaching. I mean, think yeah. about Tom Brady. I mean he was just you know, he told Bob Kraft, you know, drafting me was the best thing you ever did. And he had so much determination, but he had Charlie Weiss, Bill Belichick. He had a great staff to really help him. Um, I mean, look at the year Matt Castle had under the Patriots. And then right. after that, you know, well, and so it, it's everything.
2: I, I think, too, the other thing in college that sometimes happened, like um, there in the NFL, there's not I don't think there's as much political like, behind-the-scenes things going on, like, not political, like, Republican-Democrat political, like, who gets to play and who doesn't. Like, the Tom Brady thing, right getting benched was not because Tom Brady was playing poor. It's because they wanted Drew Henson to stay at Michigan so he would play baseball, too. And that's why, right. that's who would play. So, I mean, there's weird things like that that happen. Like, I think that's why you see a lot of transfers now, too, because so-and-so was promised this and they, they're not getting it. So, they move. so, I mean, there's so many factors in college that we don't. And I think when he gets to the NFL, I'm sure there's still some of that stuff. But in the NFL, if you can play, you're going to play. I mean, it doesn't well, matter if you
0: Bledsoe was the franchise quarterback for how many years and yeah. an injury, and Brady played well, and they stuck with Brady. I mean, you mm-hmm. may stay on a team because you were like a third round pick mm-hmm. versus someone who's a free agent. But like, if you're going to uh literally like help the team to win, you're going to play no matter mm-hmm. what, you know. And that, you know,
2: so it's yeah, it's cutthroat. And and that's cutthroat that's a, that was an interesting question so i i, I it's, i've always, i'm always fascinated by that the evaluation process yeah cuz i just like I, like like for example
0: the saints drafted in the uh the fourth round Jake Hayner a quarterback from Fresno State who was hurt and then came back from like a devastating like broken leg or something and played and i remember because I picked Fresno State in my in Brett's uh college football <laughs> pool and they they did me right at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Um you know and it's just like or or the kid from Houston he's got a funny name like Spicky Tulane or whatever his name is. <laughs> I forget who um what the heck it was the guy like on Houston like I I mean I had no idea who he is, but I loved his name. And I'm like, I wish the Cowboys would have drafted him. You know? (laughs) What the hell was his name? Like Spicky Lane or something. Like something. I don't know. I don't don't remember who it was. What's his name? And who drafted (laughs) him? I forget. Um, But, like, you know, that's the thing. Because, I mean, honestly, like, okay, like Tampa Bay is going to be bad. They have... Uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, their quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, going to be rough.
1: Uh, I'm picking them to finish last in the NFC South right here, right now.
0: I think they're going to have the first pick, mm-hmm. and then Caleb Williams
2: will be a Buccaneer.
1: Oh God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brett. We couldn't oh, we couldn't oh, pump sorry, up Atlanta bro. too much here in this in this podcast. No. <laughs> Trying to figure out I'll who
1: take picked up get. spicky
2: Lane. Spicky Lane, Whatever his name? You know, I, I was just thinking here while we were talking. So I looked it up. The, we're talking about quarterbacks and evaluation and how to figure this out. I went back to the 2018 draft, which is we're five years out now. So here's and just listen to these top ten court. There was four quarterbacks taken in the top ten: Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma; Sam Darnold, USC. Ugh. Josh Rosen, UCLA, which are all big power schools. Number 7 pick, Josh Allen from Wyoming. How do you compare Josh Allen playing at Wyoming to Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma or Sam Darnold at USC? Right, right. Darnold and Mayfield were number 1 and 3. Allen was 7th. I mean, Mayf- Allen didn't play anybody in college. I mean, I mean he played people really. teams but not it's not playing in the Big 12 or the wow, Big 10. Or, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's. I just. It's. Yeah. It's so fascinating. I. I love going back and looking at old drafts and seeing what, seeing what, how those things work because the valuation nobody really knows for sure till you know. That's interesting. So I mean, he's no Spicky Lane. Whatever. Yeah, whoever you're talking about, that I don't. I'm, I'm sure when you I'm say gonna it, I'm going to know.
0: I'm going to find him, and unfortunately, unless he went to Cleveland, no, that was Dorian Thompson Robinson, UCLA, fifth round. <laughs> Where the heck did the the Houston quarterback go? Did the Bengals Bengals must have drafted him. No, Bengals did not draft a quarterback. Did the Bears draft Spicky Lane? Oh, was that a is Axel? Oh, we, you or we not? got a
2: we got a Foley update. Be there in 10 minutes he says. All right, no, so he's okay. going to save this pod.
0: Okay, <laughs> we'll hold on.
1: Where's Spicky Lane?
0: Speaky Lane.
1: Why you? While, I hope you're pronouncing that name correctly. But <laughs> yeah. While you're doing that, it's like it's like can sp- I, talk. talk. Can I turn? Can I turn the table a little bit and ask about uh, coaching hires? Because oh yeah, um, that's a good move. I, I, another reason I, I like the Ravens this year. I think maybe as far as preseason, you know, AFC. What are they? AFC North champ. Is uh, Todd Monk. I found him. New offensive I'm sorry. coordinator. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. All, all right.
0: right. <laughs> so it was the last team I went from Washington up. It was, it was Arizona. His Clayton Toon, quarterback out of Houston, fifth round, not Spicky Lane. <laughs> so Clayton Toon. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was quirky. close. That was close. Spicky Lane, Clayton Toon, <laughs> Spicky Lane. Okay, sorry, right, Brett. Brett, so, let's talk about sorry. coaching. Let's talk about Spicky
1: Lane. Okay, well, <laughs> I just wanted to mention that Lamar Jackson, of course, he signed uh, richest deal, NFL history, five years, 260 or something like that. But he's going to have a new offensive coordinator starting next year, Todd Munkin, who I know well coached at Georgia for the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, he was it worked uh, at Tampa Bay O.C. and Cleveland O.C., but I think this time around, I don't know. I just he was very impressive. I know his college game is a lot different than the NFL, but um, I'm interested to see what he can do with Lamar Jackson and uh, you know see what he can do with that offense.
2: So do you yeah think, do you think he was good because of the play calling or because Georgia is just loaded with NFL players and they make him look a lot better than he is?
1: I think he had a lot to do with Georgia's success. Obviously george has got a ton of talented players, but not, you know, Stetson Bennett was their quarterback. No one, <laughs> no one ranks Stetson Bennett you know what? too
0: high. Stetson Bennett's going to s- sell so, uh, cowboy <laughs> cowboy hats and cologne. Stetson Bennett, <laughs> strong enough for a man, I mean, made for a woman.
1: I think he was a clear, he uh, was a clear upgrade when he was hired, and uh, he he was a a big part of George's uh, offensive success the last couple years, um, in my opinion. So I, I, I expect him to do well in Baltimore.
2: That's the, that's kind of the same That's uh, There's some interesting, uh, coordinator hire, like I said before, like with, uh, O'Brien in new England. And like I said, I love the Flores hiring in Minnesota here for at the defense. I mean, those, some oh, of those guys right, could sorry. really, it could really change some because like the Vikings' offense is still going to be good, they're, they really haven't lost anybody. Even if they trade Cook, they're still going to be a pretty decent one of the better offenses in the league. And if their defense is just a little bit better, I mean, it makes me feel a little bit better about all those one-score wins because I know that can't be replicated again. So oh, what? Remember that year, the
0: year we went through with the Vikings, and oh, <laughs> oh my God, the Buffalo game, the Colts come oh back. Oh
2: God, it was. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I still haven't recovered from this last season. It was one for I'm to
0: beat the Vikings or did the Vikings beat the Cowboys? I can't remember.
2: Uh, the I'm pretty sure the Cowboys won. Oh, okay. All right. So I got
0: another okay, I can bring that up every Okay, cool. Because I think every, the every only podcast. pay the only
2: payback I got was uh when the the Gophers beat Syracuse in the worst field oh, in yeah. in college football history, oh, I know. Around the couch bowl, yeah,
0: have many because the I know the Cowboys play the Jets this year. Yeah, they do, don't they? Oh, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I hate that son of a. Ooh. I think the schedule um, comes
2: out on Thursday as well. I think I just heard oh. that this afternoon because
0: we we know our common op- our opponents. Yeah, we just, just don't not know the schedule they, yet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I gotta look at that. Who are, the cow- who are the Cowboys? Do The, Falcons, the Falcons
2: must play either the Vikings or the Cowboys, or do they play both this year? I don't remember who the
1: Vikings play. I think we play the Cowboys and the Jets.
2: Oh,
0: we got a lot of around-the-couch bowls this year. You know what sucks, though, guys? And I'm going to tell you ahead of time. I might miss, like, the first two to three weeks of the season of NFL. I'm going to have to be in the Czech Republic to deal with um, – my families? mother-in-law's estate, yeah. So the I may movie miss movie? Like, the first, yeah, or that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I may miss the two or three first weeks. So uh, I'm devastated, but you know, oh, so gosh. we'll we'll see, we'll see. I'll podcast. They don't have
1: Czech. phones in the Czech Republic.
0: Yeah, but I'm you kidding. know, there's no bars playing the games. I'm gonna. It's like <laughs> four in the morning. I'm gonna have to. I will have to find a bar. I mean, I can't. I can't miss opening
2: weekend <laughs> no no you can't i they so, have to have bars or they have to have sports bars over there that play them well they do but it's a lot of
0: soccer uh and hockey but it, it wait a minute hold on hold on guys i i'm getting word that the darkness retreat is over and sensing a presence could, an axel could be out of the darkness retreat with aaron rogers
4: is this true <laughs> I it's it's true it's true Aaron and I were holding hands the entire time um, <laughs> I felt so much closer to him uh, I mean that's what I'm here to talk about baby I'm all in Aaron Rodgers New York Jets Super Bowl here we come brothers So did you guys take a shit in a hole or what like, what did you do the doctor's treat It was a bucket but he never admitted that he was the one who took the shit
0: but uh, <laughs> well played yellow jacket.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, nice callback.
0: That, it would have been even better if Aaron Rodgers went to Georgia Tech and he was a yellow jacket, but <laughs> <laughs> so Axel, we've been talking for almost three hours. And <laughs> we have not talked once about the Jets offseason, the Jets draft. We mentioned you were in a darkness retreat with Aaron Rodgers, but um Yeah, that's so it. We nothing saved else. It. Yeah. We saved it for you. So the floor is yours. All the I know you 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 canceled plans with Braxton Berrios because he's no longer a jet, but give us your <laughs> off season look at the jets and what you've been going through and everything.
4: Oh, first off, you guys can hear me okay. I'm sounding good coming through the mic yeah all right good um i i, I want to say hi to brett because he hasn't spoken to me yet hi
1: brett how are you great Axel. how you doing oh
4: it's good to hear your voice um Isn't Axel, it though, Axel? Axel, you Isn't might be a Axel? tad low oh, you okay. sound a little
2: quiet okay
4: I will turn myself up. How does that sound? Is oh, that sound
2: That's better. Hurricane Len. Oh, no. <laughs> we well, that's a deep cut. <laughs> here
4: we go. Hurricane deep Len cut. is in the house. It's a little weird because I'm using my using the mic through the computer. You can hear, you know, Andy's recording, and I I can't hear myself, so it's just it's it's throwing me off a little bit. But usually I hear myself. But um, it's great to be here with you. Sorry I was late. Uh just doing some stuff, but um I am ready to talk mm-hmm. about the Jets. Yes, the Jets offseason. Well, as Heath and I talked a little bit about in the kind of like post first round draft, um the Jets uh got Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. <laughs> 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 and that's all that matters. No, actually, uh, a really good off season. Um I've been really happy. Um, you know, there were some holes that needed to be filled on the offensive line, needed to get some offensive weapons because, um, Elijah Moore sadly didn't pan out and he's left the team. Braxton Berrios, what thankfully was not brought back because I think he was only brought onto the team to be Zach Wilson's pal an Instagram, uh, buddy, whatever they do, the gram as they call it. The gram. Um, you know, I just snorted that. a gram. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a lot <laughs> more fun than Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, Jets did good. Did very good. Alan Lazard, the guy who wouldn't catch a pass for solo. Uh, he was on the team. Uh. Um, we re-signed Ty Johnson, which who I felt. I don't know why every freaking Jets fan and podcast always complains about Ty Johnson, but... You get him in there a couple plays, he does good. So I I think I think he it's good to have him back on the team. McCole Hardman, who is someone I always liked. I thought he'd do better on the Chiefs. Maybe this will give him a chance to kind of do what Elijah Moore couldn't do. Ooh, I didn't realize you guys had him. Yeah. So that was a good pickup. Um we got Quentin Jefferson, defensive tackle, um, Tim Boyle. The old head quarterback come in. I like that. This is something that they wouldn't do with Zach Wilson. Like everybody's like, why aren't you bringing in someone older last year to kind of mentor him? Now they kind of got Who's Tim Boyle. He he has been around the block. He yeah, played he's on the Packers. A he long time did he play? I think played- what position? Quarterback. Quarterback. Tim Boyle? You sure? Yeah. I've yep. never even heard of Tim Boyle. Yeah. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. He's played. Who Who was I going to? Let's see. Let's look at You his. guys are wrong. There's no Tim Boyle.
2: Packers, Lions, and the Bears. <laughs> he's basically played for the entire NFC North, oh except my for the Vikings. God.
4: And, he, he's, You're and right. he was on the team with Hackett when Hackett Oh, it said was Tim Boyle on 1994. Yeah. Tim Boyle, baby. Um, we also got oh, wow. the center, uh, Wes Schweitzer who also played uh, on the Packers. Yeah, um, Tim Boyle. Even though we, just, we are in the draft. The Do dra- you want me to talk about the draft, or do you still want to talk about Well,
2: it? You, you buried the big lead of the free agents, Greg Leg man. That's a nice oh, yes. signing, too. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's true. Yeah, he that's was true. a great signing
2: for the Cowboys.
0: I'm not he even joking, solid. Axel.
2: We had a nice kicker segment earlier. so. <laughs> well,
0: no, hey. Axel, talk about the Jets, the offseason. Do everything. We need you.
4: Okay. <laughs> well,
0: so I um, might have had a few glasses of wine. So, uh, there with
4: Thomas, speaking of punters, Thomas Morstead, the Jets signed him to who was, uh, with the Dolphins last year. Solomon Thomas, Zerline too. I like that they got two kickers because I think it this has been a problem for the Jets where they've like ignored this. I'm sorry, Morstead's a punter, but, um, I like that they brought Zerline in, and I hope that someone will also will challenge him in preseason because this is something they've had an issue with.
0: Oh, like um, the Cowboys, Axel. We don't yes. bring in any kickers. Many teams,
4: right?
3: <laughs>
0: Many. They're going to bring back Tony Zendejas or Rafael oh, Septien. I'm hoping I'm Fuad Rives makes a comeback to the Vikings. So. Oh, and oh, real quick, Axel. We used to, when in college at Syracuse, we used to play Madden in my room all the time, uh-huh. and Fraud Wervez was the uh-huh. picker for the Vikings, and my buddy Milos would go, Frod River like every time.
4: That <laughs> <It> was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, dude. Man, Sorry. Back in the day, our, my friend, uh, Arav, the who good old mentioned days. on the pod before, he was known as the Resetter, because if you got ahead of him... <laughs> He would just jump up and reset the same. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: That's grounds for a beating too. in our old Madden rules.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: us too.
4: It was it was grounds for a beating, and and he got a few beatings here. And there. <laughs> I used to have my uh, have Lou grab him. I'd be like, Lou, grab him before you can reset it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the draft. That was the off season. Will McDonald. I know he was the first pick, 15th overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got a little bit screwed because the Patriots traded their pick to the Steelers, so the Steelers took the offensive lineman that everybody knew the Jets wanted, and that was also the Jets had already switched their pick with the Packers, 13th and 15th. So what turned out? A lot of people are saying, oh, that's not going to be meaningful. It kind of was. We think now, but who knows what's going to happen. But everybody likes this kid. I mean, a lot of people are saying, this is the stupid shit about the draft. I know you guys have been. I'm sorry. I don't mean to just go on a monologue here. Stop. No, me.
0: please do. Yes, Axel. It's all you. <laughs> You're saving the ratings right now
4: of this pod. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my feeling of the draft is the same way I draft fantasy. Is that person going to be there when I pick again? Right? So saying that Will McDonald, all these people are saying, oh, I had him in the mid-20s in my mock. You motherfucker, the Jets did not have a pick in the mid twenties. So they picked the guy they wanted at fifteen. Did they try to to trade up or what do they call it? Trade down, I should say? Maybe they did. And maybe nobody wanted to trade with them or they couldn't they didn't get what they wanted. So they took the person that was not he nobody thinks he would have been there when they picked in the second round at forty-five or whatever. So Anyway, long story short, I like to pick defense. We can never have. I do like too, Axel. Defensive players. I he's like a- your
0: pick. I like all oh, McDonalds. I do. Yep. He's he literally. I mean Iowa State. He's fricking a, a B six four two thirty nine. He's an edge rusher with a good bend and closing burst. Has the foot speed to win with weave moves and flashes
2: and effective spin move. The uh, just like the just like the uh, the D tackle that the Cowboys drafted from Michigan, I see a lot of Iowa State games here too because I'm not that far away from Iowa State campus. And he is awesome. You are gonna love this guy. I mean, the last guy yeah. you got from Iowa State was pretty damn good too. I mean, <laughs> Brie, uh, he got laugh. hurt, but he was yeah. damn good. Yeah. And I, Iowa State's been pumping out a lot of good players the last few years. I mean, Brock Purdy. There's there's a lot of them out there. So it's uh, yeah, he's he's good. You're gonna be happy with him. He's not flashy. He was- As some of the other skill players, but he's good. No, he's
0: going to make a key sack, Axel. He'll make a key sack against the Cowboys to win the game.
4: Mark (laughs) my words right now. That sounds good to me, Solo. (laughs) Uh, In the second round, I'm sorry, it was not 45th. It was 43rd. The Jets picked Joe Titman, double P, double N, from Wisconsin, a center. Double P? Double P, baby. And this is great. Because maybe, they, maybe he doesn't play center. Maybe he does play center. Offensive line. What do I know? You know, I I'm not an expert at looking at lines. Yes, playing. you
0: are. Yes, you are, <laughs> Axel. Don't sell yourself short. All
4: I know <laughs> is that this kid is six foot six and he weighs three hundred and thirteen pounds. That's all I need to know. A
2: Wisconsin lineman, ta- you don't you can't go wrong with a Wisconsin. Line. I hate I hate giving Wisconsin credit, but yeah. Ando hates Wisconsin, but
0: the Cowboys' Travis Frederick, center, Wisconsin, yeah. was an all pro, but had to retire because of health issues. And then they draft Tyler Biotish, center. Wisconsin, and he wasn't that good. But last year, he had a Pro Bowl type season. So, why not go Joe Tipman? You know, yeah, could Wisconsin be a, could lineman. Direct.
2: You can't. As I was going to say, as much as I hate Wisconsin, you can't go wrong with lineman from Wisconsin. I mean, they've turned them up year after year. They turn out awesome offensive linemen. So, yeah, it's a good pick. Yes,
4: I was happy with it. I was also happy. Now we traded out of the third round. And in the fourth round, picked Carter Warren, offensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Good. Again, I was just happy that they took an offensive line. Six That's six,
0: six, six, three eleven, Axel. I like it. <laughs>
4: Big dude. He's good. That's what just concentrate on it. Because the problem last season was that the team literally did not have enough people to play offensive line. So I, we just need more. So you sign them, you re-sign the center from last year too. He, keep them all on the team. See who works out. Well,
2: and Zach yeah. Wilson was kind of the problem too, I think. But we won't talk about him anymore. Well, yeah, that's
4: yeah, not good for. Good well, yeah, for that's anybody, true. Anybody that was playing quarterback, Mike White, nobody. Um, what's his name, Joe? Well,
0: Fasson. when SVU got hurt, whatever. What's his name? What do you abbreviate him? <laughs> who? you're you're, white you're fucking white. No, no, no! Your offensive line, your offensive <laughs> Walter White. No, your offensive oh, lineman oh, who got hurt early, oh, wow. SVU or SVJ.
4: Yeah, oh, is that A-B-T. it? A-B-T. Oh, okay. What's his name? Farrah Tucker. Or whatever. Yeah, Farrah Tucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, fifth round. He's a Mariska, running back from Pittsburgh. <laughs> who? Who? A-, a hustle was very happy about this. Um, Israel. Abenakanda, ooh, who's gonna was he season. in black panther uh he may have been, I think uh, he was, and if he was hopefully he was running the ball well, he's a great athlete, he had uh he had a twenty touchdowns, though I think I heard that like one game he had six touchdowns, so that kind oh, of, could that makes be. Sense. Is that
2: all? Six touchdowns in the game? That's Holy a good shit, game. Yeah, no the kidding. kidding. The,
4: knock, the knock on him
0: is yes, small hands and drop some balls, but he's a big play threat after the catch.
4: Oh, I like when Solar just. This is this is some good stuff.
2: I see, I'm not the only one on ESPN's draft. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, caps, no. So. For, for once, Axel, I decided
0: to uh, boot up my laptop and actually look at things versus
2: my memory so this is so i'm i came prepared that's why you missed the warren Sapp thing you were too busy using your computer instead of relying on your fa- on your head right solo i do know i was too busy thinking of the bruins losing but anyway oh, yeah we don't need to
4: bring that up again hey well the other Axel, thing the, the jets uh, had a second six-round pick well i just i want to say the other thing about uh um, ah, damn Izzy it i missed the transition back <laughs> Sorry. Now you're calling him Izzy all of a sudden? Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) try to pronounce his last name. Uh, He is also a kick returner. Um, Uh So that's a good thing because Mm -hmm. uh, Braxton Berrios was kind of our uh, standard kick returner, even though he wasn't really too good. But um, that's good. (laughs) Six, Zaire Barnes, linebacker, Western Michigan. Great athlete, more defense. I'm down with it. That's yeah, has good what instincts. Is good. Oh, the
0: sixth round. Oh, there's two more. No, no transitions. Yeah, you have two got more to... picks to talk about. Okay. I thought you might have been transitioning. Um, Knowing well, I've been <laughs> talking to my doctors about that. Actually, but, uh, oh,
4: that's a story. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. support you. Whatever decision you make, I support you and love you. Um, okay. All right. Round <laughs> six, two hundred and fourth overall. Jarek Bernard Converse. That's a pretty cool last name. <laughs> Bernard Converse. Are
0: you going to buy some Converses
4: now? Maybe. Do they still sell those? Uh, they do, yeah. Defensive back LSU. Who knows? I mean, it's a sixth round, but that's good. Bring somebody back there. And in the seventh round. He's got a uh, chip on Zach his shoulder. Zach Kuntz, a tight end from Old Dominion. He's six foot seven, 255 pounds. But the Jets already have. Two uh, other tight ends they got last year: Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzumazawa. Uzama. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I shouldn't forget Jeremy Rucker too. So, who knows what this kid will do? They probably be on the practice squad.
0: He'll he he'll does. catch a touchdown in Week Seven against the Cowboys, First and everyone will pick him up, and, and, and everyone will pick him up dollars on it.
4: <laughs> but, um, I do have to say I was I'm kind of burying the lead though I did talk about it in the beginning which is I have come around on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I said if he doesn't since the retreat uh, since since coming on the team because I think <laughs> oh. since he's come on the team first of all the contract that that he signed really is deferred until the year after so i do think he wants to play two more years i also like the fact that he chose the number eight instead of the number 12 i know it was his college number elijah Moore's number as well browning nagel too but or no, man, Browning-Nagel, oh no browning
2: nagel reference nice um but louisville
4: I, I like that he didn't even fuck around with that right right away he said i'm taking eight because that's joe namus number and the numbers retired. The other thing mm-hmm. is he's he's in camp he's already there he hasn't done that in in the in uh, Green Bay for like ten years mm-hmm. he's practicing he's throwing the ball he's he's hanging out with everybody on the team so it's making me feel good so I have to admit. My old love and obsession of Aaron Rodgers is kind of coming back, <laughs> and uh, I'm kind of I think I might lean into it. You know, you may pick him first in our fantasy draft. Yeah, I'm even thinking of having my blood replaced so it takes the vaccine I got out of my body. So then this way,
3: <laughs> with me,
4: I'm just going to touch crystals and maybe those will those will cure me. But I really am. I'm feeling very positive. I was very happy with the draft. I've been very happy with the free agent. No stupid shit. Lazard, I was a little like, okay, we'll see, you know. But hey, he did have his best year last year, and
0: not that week I needed him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> For two points,
4: <laughs> it, if it gives our, if it gives Rogers a bit of a safety net there, you know what I'm saying? Like he knows, okay, he's going to run that route. He, you know what I then yeah no, i'm cool with it i mean come on it's well, lazard's
2: like it's job sad. lazard's job is already done his job was to get aaron Rodgers to come there and he did it so that has to be part of the reason why i mean everything i've ever heard is those two are like best buddies yeah. so if, if him signing there even if he only gets 20 catches this year it gets rogers there it's worth it
4: yeah i mean i think he could do well but i mean you know he's not Wilson, right? Like he's not going to light it up. That's the, that's number one, and that he better be number one, because if after if like week three or four everybody's like, what happened to Wilson? I'm gonna that's gonna be that's when there's like an issue. But then that would be an issue for the team because he's explosive. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Aaron Rodgers throw to him. Well,
2: I so mean actual Axel- he- well, I was just going to say Rogers has never had an issue when he's got an explosive receiver. He's never had an issue throwing to the ball to him. Yeah, so I think, exactly. I think he'll have a good season.
4: That's the thing is he didn't have a great year last year and we know he didn't throw for over 300 yards in any game. Right. But he didn't completely deteriorate. He didn't have Devante team. either. Yeah. And exactly. The team was a kind of going down. He didn't want to play on the team last year. Right. So I think he's if he's moody and now he's in a good mood, let's keep the good mood going.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, so well, it'll I'll be interesting that. for sure. I, I, I appreciate the good drama. So I'm looking forward yes. to what Aaron Rodgers brings in New York. Uh, or New Jersey, afraid. sorry, New Jersey. Thank you. It is New
4: Jersey. Actually, the Jets <laughs> are totally based in New Jersey now.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, because, you know, you have a quarterback, and, like, last year was like, oh, because of Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. You know, if we had a quarterback, we would have went to the playoffs. Now expectations are a little bit higher.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People, I see them definitely in the top 10 of power rankings, though they were some parts of last year they were. I mean, you just say the team won seven games with not good quarterbacking. Though I do think Mike White is better than people give him credit for. He obviously is not really Mike fucking White. I think, you know, maybe that was...
0: <laughs> is he in Miami now, Mike yeah. White?
4: Every ex-jet is in Miami. <laughs> Robbie hey is in Miami.
0: That's right. Ando, your boy, Minnesota running back, Mohamed Ibrahim.
2: Yes. Free agent signing with the Detroit Lions. Yes, that's... He, he's... I think he's gonna have a. He'll be a. He'll get some. He'll get some snaps. And if he stays healthy, he's a. Ni- he's gonna be a nice. He'll, I don't think he'll ever be a starter, but he'll be a nice backup running back. He'll. He'll be okay. He's a. He's a hard ass runner. So I don't like that he's in the same division as the Vikings, but I'm still gonna. Still gonna cheer for him because just because he's a Gopher. So. Yeah, Gophers had a few guys drafted this year, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. Not as many as oh. uh, as Georgia, but that's. Uh, you know, and you know, I think we forgot to ask, uh, Brett, are you going to buy yourself a Philadelphia Eagles jersey or Georgia North is what they're calling it now, I think. Georgia North, yeah. <laughs>
1: I will not be doing that now. <laughs> hey, uh- I wish those players well, but uh, no, I am I am not, never going to be rooting for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs>
2: You know, we could get some real drama on the podcast if we had an Eagles fan on here, I think, but we don't so, need that.
4: Yeah, I saw some kid on Facebook who will remain, remain nameless. He's a fellow podcaster. He's from Canada. And he was like becoming an Eagles fan. He was like, Eagles. And I was, I was, I wrote a comment. I was like, How the fuck are you an Eagles fan? Have you ever been in that scummy ass city? But then I erased <laughs> it I was like, I don't want to be too mean. I was like, You're fucking Canadian. Stay pure, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I'm trying to associate but the eagles they did great in this draft i know we talked a little bit about their first round but i think they continue to do pretty well they're and, gonna, they're
0: gonna be yeah. stronger, man. and they re-signed yeah. they signed jalen hurts to a big deal big contract yeah
4: yeah what else have you guys talked about already I think everything, actually. Oh, okay. Did you look at the opponents for next year? Because, you know, mm-hmm. this is something that I've been looking at.
2: We were just talking about it a little bit right before you got on. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah Let's talk we, about it. Well, we talk about, like, I'll, I'll just say, like, look, everyone's talking about the Jets. This is their opponents next year. Now, we know because of the division. But home, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, Eagles, Commanders, Texans, Falcons. Away games, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Yeah, Giants, Browns. That's not the it's not the easiest schedule. No. That's not the, that's why I mean a lot of people. You look at the team. And we like, should oh, go
0: down geez. to Dallas and what, go to that Jets game. Is what we should do. Oh,
3: let's
0: go solo. Star City money Stadium. comes in.
4: Who's uh, who's? Let's see what's the um. Uh, let's look at the. Let's look at speaking of Dallas. Let's look at your Cowboys solo. Okay, let's look at it. Home games: Rams, Seahawks, Patriots, Jets. Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Lions. So Rams, Seahawks, Patriots, Jets, Lions out of their division. Away, Bills, Panthers, Chargers, Dolphins, because the AFC East is playing the Mm -hmm. AFC East, 49ers. It's an interesting, that could be a tough schedule. Yeah, they always have a tough schedule.
0: But you know what's interesting with the Niners? So you had Brock Purdy, who's probably not, who got injured, probably not going to be ready. Trey Lance injured. Jimmy Garoppolo signed with the Raiders, reunited with Josh McDaniel. Like, as the Niners look like the team to compete with the Eagles, but like that quarterback position is still shaky. Mm hmm. And I would say the Cowboys have a chance, but I'm just worried about Dak's interceptions. Yeah. And McCarthy's their coach. Is Brett going to pick Colts Cowboys again? with This boy, (laughs) Anthony Richardson.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Solo, you miss, or uh, not solo. Actually, you miss the part where uh, we're going to, a new weekly segment. It's just going to be Brett's comments on Anthony Richardson every week. Because he's, he's, He's very much into the Anthony Richardson saga right now, so it's not very positive as of right now. So,
4: right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see how that progresses. Um, speaking of, well, that, you'll be on the pod, so <laughs> I know. I still have to listen, though. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here goes. Here goes the Atlanta Falcons next year. Home. All right. Packers. Vikings. Texans, Colts, Commanders, Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers. Oh, easy ass schedule. That's that's not bad, right there. Away, Bears, Lions, Jags, Titans, Jets, Cardinals, Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers. Oh, easy ass schedule. Falcons amazing. are going oh, to 14, fourteen and some.
2: Bijan's going to average 200 yards a game this year, Brett. You're going to be it, sitting pretty. <sighs> yeah.
1: We're going to go 15 and two, but lose to the Jets and the Vikings.
0: So,
3: <laughs>
0: Axel, so our around the couch bowl where our favorite NFL teams and college teams meet, we have a Jets Cowboys, we have a Jets Falcons. Do you play do you play the Vikings or no? Yeah, Vikings Falcons. Vikings Falcons, yep.
1: Oh, Vikings Falcons. Woo-hoo. I think the, I think those are the only 3.
4: Okay. All right. Now
1: let's see what's uh
4: here we're getting to the uh Oh wait, I'm trying to find the Vikings here. Oh, ooh, ooh, this is going by so quick. Uh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going too much. Bears, Lions, Packers, Saints, Bucks, Chiefs, Chargers, 49ers. Ooh, Uh, that's that's Chiefs, Chargers, 49ers. Away, Bears, Lions, Packers, Falcons, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Bengals, Eagles. Oh my God.
2: Yes. This is what I, I mentioned Vikings, this earlier. Michael, Michael the, one in sixteen. The Vikings have a very difficult schedule this year. It's it's gonna it's, holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot of that's the that's the punishment for finishing in first place.
0: Oh, I
1: think the Falcons' schedule the- is the is the best of those four that you mentioned.
0: Axel, can you go over the Eagles schedule for me to see if they have a harder schedule this year than the crap they had <laughs> last year? I, I will. I will say, though,
4: the Buccaneers could be absolutely awful. Like, I think they're going to be the worst team yeah. in the league. Them and that, the Texans. That's a good prediction. That's a good yeah. prediction. Um, Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. A little bit more of a... a Schedule this time around, for <laughs> <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's see how good they go undefeated this year. Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, Cardinals, Bills, 49ers, Dolphins, Vikings. Oh, Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. Away, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants, Patriots, Rams, Jets, Bucks, Seahawks, Chiefs. I think Ooh. Patriots Jets. Oh, they got they got the extra game against the Chiefs. Yeah.
0: Good. Good. Oh, finally they got the Bills finally, in there. They got some
2: tough teams there.
0: Finally. Finally the Eagles have a tough schedule and you watch them go like 10 and 7. Sons
2: of bitches. <laughs> oh, I missed hearing the Eagles hate solo. This is this makes my <laughs> makes my heart happy. <laughs>
4: I mean, I, we'll they're, I, I, they're, they're, they're fun to watch, though. I mean, birds are listen. they? No, <laughs> they are. I think it's fun to watch. Come on, yeah, against
0: bad teams because that's all they play. No, I mean, it's good for, you know, believe me. What's good for the NFL, like, I love having Cowboys-Eagles mean something because the Eagles commanders, which used to be the Redskins and football team, that rivalry hasn't again. been. Yeah, I'm sure they are. To the to the around the couchers. Um Andrews is so stupid. It sounds like a con it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It sounds like an XFL team. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's not good. I don't like it at all. I like the old USFL team, the Washington Federals. I like that.
3: <laughs>
0: and the and the Washington Senators in baseball. I like that former that have been a team twice and they became the twins Ooh. once and they...
4: Yeah, um, What was the name that people really got behind, but then they kind of ditched it? And I think I liked it. Skyhawks? No, it was something else. It was Washington. Okay. I, can't, I can't remember what it was, but I remember seeing some like mock-ups of it and people were kind of getting mm-hmm. behind the name and then that stupid fucking owner was like, no, not doing it. Because it was like, a, I think it was a tribute yes. to a an, an earlier team or something i can't remember
0: mm. i don't oh, remember i don't know
4: It's so the washington
0: was it? yeah the commanders
4: is crap yeah no, i rather you football team would have been better Washington football team that was so stupid too i'm gonna say i'm still sore that the titans are the titans that that kind of does annoy me a little bit because that was the original name of the jets the titans oh that's
0: right yeah
4: that kind of annoyed that me. was my high
0: school in Rhode Island my Tolgate Titans we were Tollgate Titans that was always like a fun
4: kind of trivia and then and then when they were like the Tennessee Titans I was like, and oh, I always miss
2: I was just I always wish the Texans would have went back to the Oilers too I missed having yeah,
3: I, I, o- I was, was just going to say that Ando
4: I love the Houston that's Oilers stupid yeah. name. only a t- yeah. only like w- that's just so stupid the Texas Texans
0: well, like the Jesus. Dallas Texans became the Kansas City Chiefs.
4: Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I mean. There'll never be anything as silly as the Utah Jazz. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Where they have no music, right? <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, just, they should New be New just New called Orleans, the Utah right? Mormons.
2: Yeah,
0: New Orleans Jazz. Yeah. Utah Mormons would have been perfect. They would have loved
4: that. <laughs> yeah, they would have <laughs> yeah. liked it. What else is going on, guys? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey i do have a question for everyone oh i geez. like questions um just to keep it going unless people want to drop off because it is kind of late here i came on late but what are um what are you all thinking about uh youtube sunday ticket i'm not I'm gonna, gonna lie Euler. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll I'll just say this.
2: (laughs) I was waiting for you you to go solo. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know me and the frickin', I did not have a good experience with the Amazon Prime games with fast forwarding and rewinding and all that jazz. I personally like DirecTV because I also like to record the games on DVD and put them in my library. And now I'm not going to be, I'm only going to be able to record games that are on national TV um cuz i don't have the capability to record off youtube until someone teaches me how to do it uh so well i'm d- i'm they'll not be stored
1: on youtube you can still record them if you if you have youtube tv you can record all the games but i think they're right. going to exist on youtube instead of on your usual dvr
0: oh, okay so i cuz cuz off the record even though we're on the record like i can get old games on youtube and download them and put them on disc so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, but mm. um, I may have to pay someone to do that for me because uh, I like to keep all the cowboy games. I record a lot of other games, but I'm just, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I know the interface is going to allow you to watch four games at once. I hope you can pick the games, though, yeah, you can. that you want to watch. You yeah, can. that's cool.
4: That I like. They're going to have a lot more. They, I don't think they've even really introduced all the features but so they're gonna right. uh, you know they want to do like camera angles and different and like a bunch of different audio broadcasts you know local broadcast as well as like a radio with all the different kind of stuff that they that they want to offer um i should say it's been ex- it's more expensive than direct tv was well i don't sometimes I, I gotta tell you I don't even remember what direct TV is because a lot of times they gave it to me for free or very discounted I, so- I it was like 300 bucks 300 bucks maybe I did see when i uh did
0: you
2: turned on direct my
4: TV and have
2: uh i I have not had direct TV for you know what I cut direct tv right when uh, the when uh, the shutdowns when covid was going on because I mainly kept direct tv for sports and there was no sports. And I and I had been mean. It was like, God, do I really want to pay a hundred bucks a month when I've already got Netflix and Disney and all these other streaming things? So I cut it and I didn't go back to it. I've got a I've got some local access, and then like last year, last year I did the NFL Plus thing, which was five bucks a month because during half the season I'm I'm uh, in the field anyway, so I can't watch a lot besides night games. I, you listen to it? Yeah, I listen to a lot of games, so that was. That uh, that worked for me the last season. I think the thing I think the exciting thing about YouTube is that, like with NFL Plus, there there's a lot of those things. Like you're saying, like alternate audio feeds, and they're doing. I think they're going to do a lot more with it. And instead of like the, the Directv Sunday Ticket, where it basically is just the games, I think there's an opportunity where I think YouTube's going to be a lot more creative with the way they present stuff. So I think it could end. I mean, it might not might not be that way right away, but I have uh, I. I'm optimistic it'll actually be better than what most people are thinking. And when you were talking price, I was just going to say, I turned on my Roku last night and that on the screensaver, there was an ad that said sign up for YouTube TV now and get $100 or $150 off Sunday ticket. So I think they're, my guess is they're going to run a bunch of promotions like that. So it might not be as high as what the cost is, like what they're telling the cost is right now, if you find the right deal. So I don't know.
4: It's four forty nine for non subscribers and three forty nine for subscribers. So if you subscribe, but this is the other thing. Just like what Direct TV did with Red Zone, which pissed me off, they charge extra. So Red Zone cost 40 bucks. And you can get it whether or not you have um I think you can. Just get red zone, but you have to have YouTube TV. You can't just get red zone, but oh. you, you can get if you have YouTube TV, you can get red zone and Sunday a ticket, or you can get one or the other.
2: Well, and I think YouTube Dude. TV, just the subscription is like sixty bucks or seventy bucks a month, isn't
4: it? That's the thing too, is that right now we're paying about 70 bucks for direct TV. And that includes Showtime and HBO. Mm hmm. 450 bucks
0: for ticket. The ticket will they do installments at least?
3: <laughs>
4: I don't know, man. Probably. It's fucking.
1: Well, products. if it's 450 without a subscription and 350 with a subscription and the subscription is less than $100, then you would just get the subscription. Wouldn't well, you'd
4: it? have to have the subscription That's for four happened. months. Brett, that's what they're counting on. And yeah, you have to have it for Yeah, you would you would so, you would
2: it's so the same shit. Yeah, it's another two fifty if you're gonna keep that subscription for four months.
1: Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Because gotcha. three four fifty would be for the whole season or
2: I think so, it? yeah, I think that's yeah. how that works. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but yeah.
1: yeah. it makes sense. Okay. You're paying the uh, this just month. screws
0: up my world. Four.
4: Well, you know, I've really been thinking about it and I was talking with um a hustlero and he was like let's split it, right? I looked up you can have two consecutive um two simultaneous TVs but only in the same household and since it's uh, they're going to be able to know like they're going to check your yeah, you know, they're
2: doing like, some IP address thing size. I think where yep.
4: Now, you could get a VPN and use the VPN for both, and then they don't know where you are, and you just have two simultaneous streams. Hmm. But I'm not a VPN person; I don't really understand that stuff. Is that uh, the network Lombardi does podcasts <laughs> VPN? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> I think that's the, uh, or no, I think that's the company they're buying <laughs> on succession VPN.
1: Yeah, um, there you, you on, go.
4: But uh, uh you know, this just screws up my world. Up, yeah, I'll probably end up doing it, though, because Sunday ticket is, I mean, it's like, yeah, style, man, it's I probably expensive. will, too. But I'm not happy about it. No, but I'm just thinking about if I should dump direct TV, because it'll actually be a little bit more expensive to do the YouTube.
0: Plus, you're. A, Slaves to your internet provider and what if your internet goes down you can't watch shit you can't watch shit those cut the cord Mm -hmm. people
1: I I would I think I'm optimistic like Andy that uh, maybe maybe this first year will be rough but eventually you might have some cool features but do you you guys
0: Andy Brett and Andy do you get the local feed for your team so you see them every week yes yes See that see I don't get that with the Cowboys and I got, I know Axel in Oregon doesn't get it with the Jets so
2: yeah f- you got, you guys are, you, when you're not in the market of your fan of of the team you're a fan of you're you can't kind of, you're right you're kind of you are kind of screwed that's oh,
4: yeah if I lived in if I still lived in Jersey I probably never would have got direct tv I never yeah. had it
2: before right cuz yeah that would be would be a different story if I wasn't somewhere where I could watch the Vikings I could just put an antenna to my old black and white TV if I had one and it would, I could still get games. So you still yeah, have one? No, if I still have, oh. one. I don't, Uh-oh. no, I don't think I ever had a black and white no, TV actually, I mean, but I should see. And what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just <laughs> failing at life. I do think you know, <laughs> no, you're, you're saying
4: that the Jets are going to play like six to 10 games national next, next year. So they're probably going to put them on, like, Christmas and fucking Thanksgiving and all uh Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday, you know. So the Jets yeah. are going to
2: be the team like the Broncos were this year, where, like, by week four we were complaining because all we could watch was Jets games? <laughs> yep. I'm telling
4: you, what's going to happen, man? Come on. Man.
0: See, yeah, the Cowboys at least get 10 to 12, I think, games on. But, you know, it's those four against Jacksonville where you give up a 17 point lead and <laughs> shit like that that I won't be able to see but it's
4: also great to watch. I've gotten so used to watching the other teams too and taping yeah. them sure. and watching them. That See, I like recording games and watching them yeah. and you know, I don't know Axel, I'm not happy. Well, you got to think about it this way. What? There's 16 games. 17 There's 17 games. If there's, if it's 300 or if it's 450 dollars, what is 17 divided by 450 (laughs) dollars? (laughs) AI. Who's good at math? I'm not
0: good at math. Twenty bucks a game? I don't know. 18,
1: 18, 20, 20, 20, yeah, 26 or so. 25, 26. Yeah. Oh, totally. really?
4: Okay. So you think about that is, would would that be worth it? Plus you get all the other games too? I sucks, think, yeah. You know, your choice yeah. of... Uh, oh no, it's worth it. Yeah.
0: But I just like my old way of being able to put it on my DVR and watch it when I want to and put it on DVD for my collection. Yeah. There's the rub.
2: Yeah. Because I think the way that the YouTube DVR works, it's basically just like it would be on Netflix or something and it's that's basically a you just have access to the file on some server somewhere and if that file gets deleted off that server you don't get it, you don't have it anymore
4: you know what andy i think you're absolutely right it's just like on demand yep on the cable where you're not actually it's there and actually they started doing that with some direct tv programs too so they can insert commercials right so you can't skip mm-hmm. so instead of the one you actually you're not actually recording it they're replacing it with the on-demand version that has all the commercials they sold in it mm. uh, see this is bad for everyone
2: you know part of me discussions like this part of me is almost glad that i that i have to uh, like i have such a heavy work schedule in september and october and part of november so when i i know i'm not going to be home for the first most first half of the season it doesn't even cross my mind to pay the 450. I, may, you know what though, I maybe would do the like when they do a partial season package at the end of the season for yeah, Zistone, they might right? do a
0: half season.
2: I would may I would maybe consider doing it because I do. Like I say I do. I am optimistic with what they what they can what YouTube can do. So I think they're going to be more proactive than Directv ever was. But we'll see. we going to get
1: uh, are we going to get cameras in all the helmets? Because that's what I want.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't need that stuff. I, I know you do. I want cameras in the in in the in the pants
4: in the where you see the s- sweat the and the urine camera. you want the camera in replacement of the penile area <laughs> yeah that? basically
0: basically that's what i want but oh, so you know, know, i don't you need know anything you.
4: else I know you you yeah, want to like that ball um i think you know, that's what they do in um in uh formula 1 cuz you know i love my formula 1 on f1 tv you can switch to the cars but then there's like actually three or four different cameras in each car, and they switch that over there so you you just choose that channel and then they'll sometimes switch the camera angle on the car while it's going so sometimes it's on the side, the middle sometimes actually on or they all have helmet cams now in Formula One, and I mm. think the next step is where you can click on any driver then choose which one of the four cameras you want i think they're going to do that with the nfl and i think that that's the one that is the great advantage to do it because direct tv was not doing anything like they added like some stupid um fantasy zone network that was just a bunch of idiots like oh like hey get me some chips like they just wouldn't even talk about the game and then they just well, and I mean honestly, shit.
2: YouTube is a much, much bigger company than Directv is. is. I mean, funny,
4: yeah. yeah, they're gonna do it, and they're gonna work with the NFL. I think they will put cameras in all the helmets. You'll get a camera on the ref. You'll get, and, you know, you see, I don't need posts, that stuff. I don't need. I don't need. Yes. I don't need that. I don't need I like it. it. I like it. I don't I
2: need it. it. I don't well, need it. I think if I if I'm remembering this right, way back in the first incarnation of the XFL. They tried all kinds of weird shit like that, and I'm pretty yeah, sure they, they had did. helmet cams. I mean, that's where, like, the zipline cams that they have now, that came from the XFL, one of the good innovations oh, yeah. they actually did. But if I remember, and I know the technology is way advanced from what it was, but I remember those helmet cams, it was, like, at least in a race car, it's not, they're not jumping up and down and bouncing. It's kind of like, almost, you can get a static image a little bit better. Where I remember that it was, you watching it, and it was, like, hard to follow because... The guys are bouncing up. But like when they're running, you're not. it's not a steady thing. So, it, I mean, it looks like you're watching a Bourne movie all the time, but with the shaky cam. Yeah, what's the
0: point? I mean, no, I want to watch terrible. the game, and I want,
2: you know, I don't want
0: don't
4: to don't, see that. I'll tell you what. Maybe later,
2: like the next day,
0: oh, let's see some different angles. But not when I'm watching a game. I don't care about, you
4: know, a point of view from the running back. I think it might be kind of cool. And they do have some great image stabilization shit, especially with like AI bullshit. Yeah, AI? Not yeah. the red AI, but the real Oh, AI.
2: that's kind of what I was wondering is maybe the technological part is caught up to right. it now. So, yeah.
4: well, imagine this. Imagine if they put so many cameras, if they did like a matrix array, right, around the stadium, and you could literally choose any angle anywhere to watch what was happening. Like literally you could be on the field behind the quarterback and then switch around and then just move the camera around.
2: Yeah, or, or you're watching like, it from a seat in
4: the stadium somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, you get into VR shit, which I can't really do because it makes me dizzy, but I know a lot of people swear by it. Sola, you're a big VR guy, aren't you? <laughs>
0: Hell's nah. I don't need that shit. I just need my game. So I know what's going on. I don't need, you know, point of views from the cheerleaders, point of views from people buying popcorn. I don't need that. Oh, okay. That's for you guys. <laughs>
4: Man, that's for us punks. That's <laughs> for you punks. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah. I mean,
0: it is what it is. That's what I got. That's what I got. <laughs> that's, what that's what you got. That's what I got. And uh, it's going to be Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl. Oh, that's your pick. My way too early pick. Oh, okay. Are we all doing this now? Yeah, we're all doing it now. I'm picking Bengals-Eagles. My way too early pick. Bengals-Eagles.
1: Oh, damn. Damn. All right.
0: Who's going next?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's that's the, that's the that's a nice pick. Bengals for sure. Okay. NFC 49ers. Bengals 49ers. Okay. So
0: Ando's going Bengals Niners. Okay. AI, IA? Way Do too I early to? pick.
3: <laughs> yes. to?
0: You're going. You're going Falcons Colts, aren't you?
1: <laughs> I I usually like to go off the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Michael Jackson. Man, it's hard. It's hard to vote against the Eagles right now, though.
2: Well, you Give have ba- them. Give they're...
1: me Baltimore and Cincinnati. Are they a little playing each other?
4: <laughs> they're, they're,
2: <laughs> they're in the <laughs> same
1: conference. <in> the AFC.
4: <laughs>
2: You've got to take Georgia North, uh, no, oh, Brett. No, Brett, go Baltimore and Detroit. Oh. That would be fun. Detroit did look damn good the last half of the
1: season. That would be fun. Yeah, Detroit's true. going to the Super Bowl. I, I might Brett's like mind. the Packers more than Detroit, actually. Oh, <laughs> Jesus
2: <laughs> You don't have to repeat the Colts debacle from last year, Brad. Just don't pick the Cowboys,
1: Brett. <laughs> All right, give me the Eagles and the uh, Ravens. Ooh, Eagles Ravens. All right.
4: I got, a, I got a far out pick for you. You ready?
0: I'm 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 thinking about it right now. I got it. The Kansas okay. City
4: Chiefs. Oh, I was draw. wrong. Versus
0: <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. Oh shit. Broken jaw versus fixed jaw. Yep. I like
1: it. That's better.
0: Seattle. Seattle improved their team big time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to change my pick to Seattle and Baltimore. Is it too early to change my too early pick?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's your one change for the season, Brett. So, Yeah.
0: So I have a proposal for you guys. So how we pick the games every week against each other. Yes. So as you know, I don't know if you know, but I I, I purchased a jersey for Axel, a Mark Gastineau jersey. Yeah, baby. And it it was around, there's this guy in Pennsylvania who does unbranded jerseys. I think they're like 45 bucks with shipping. Mm -hmm. And I figure, why don't we all put in like 15 bucks? Or like we don't have to put it in, but in the winner of who picks the right pools, I'll go on eBay find out what jersey you want what they have available and then we put in 15 bucks and buy the winner a jersey it. i like it beautiful yeah? all yeah. right that's so so at least we have some stakes in the game yes i like it. it happens if it's a tie all right if it's a tie then we buy each other jerseys like everybody, wins. everybody
2: wins everybody yeah exactly
0: i like it so that's basically cool. we buy our own jersey <laughs> <laughs>
2: Either way, Even we we all win. <laughs> I like it.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, just a little 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 flair of the new season, so the winner gets a, a free jersey.
1: <laughs> Great idea. But it's yeah. not
0: like a three hundred dollar jersey. It's you know, yeah, fifty bucks. You got that's nice,
2: perfect. Yeah, I think you sent me a link to that guy a while back. There, they look yeah, like they're pretty yeah. awesome
0: jerseys. No, they're they're really good quality. They really are. It just doesn't say Mitchell and Ness or whatever on it. Yeah. But Axel wore it for like a month straight. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> I get a lot of my old cowboy jerseys like because they're throwback anyway. So it's like you're wearing you know, but the quality's really good. So because I don't like the new Nike ones that are like so flimsy. No. They're not.
4: They're not good he nope. got me one, an official one, and the numbers started coming off. They're not even like sewn on. Oh, they're the iron-on uh, ones? Yeah. Those yeah, guys. we don't do that. We do we we do sewn on in, in this family.
0: family. <laughs> My original uh, Rob Moore jersey, too. Oh, Rob. Rob Syracuse. Moore. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Did you know there's a Biv Viv DeVoe Devo song that supposedly says one move, you're dead, but it but people thought it was Rob Moore you're dead cuz Rob Moore like fooled around with his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, po- I think that's poison, isn't it? The song poison. Poison, right? Rob Moore you're
0: dead.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's funny. Was it that really That girl Rob
4: is Moore? poison. Yeah. He was Yeah, so Rob Moore, good, man. He was good for a couple years there. He was good. And then he went to the Cardinals. And he did pretty good when they were in Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Then he go to the Phoenix. Are they still in Phoenix? Where are they? Now they're the Arizona Cardinals. In Glendale.
0: Yeah, they're Arizona. They were Phoenix late eighties, part, part of the
4: nineties. I think they changed that name after by the time you get to Arizona.
2: Ooh. He Chuck actually D. I just looked him up for Arizona in ninety seven. He was first team AP all pro. Yeah. Led the league in receiving yards. No, no, not not that guy. Rob Moore, yeah, played for the Jets and then went to the Cardinals. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah.
0: He was that good later on? Oh, yep. I didn't realize. He was oh, good, shit, man. Oh, I yep. was thinking of Daryl Boston. He I'm not Daryl Boston. I don't, David what Boston. What was the Boston guy? David Boston. Yeah, from Bob. Ohio State. Yep.
4: Is his knee that finally uh, did him in? I don't remember. I think so. I think Rob was- Moore, baby. Syracuse. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. All right, fellas. Oh. Yeah,
2: I think we may have set the record for longest around the couch, because I think we're going on two and a half hours here. So, No, we're going more than that. What time did we start? Oh, yeah, we oh, are. we started. God, I no, you're remember. right.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We've only gone... When Axel came out, it was only two hours. I thought it was three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, you're hoping for I an eight-hour one, Heath. That's true. Well, I was. <laughs> I wanted Lost low down shit. But... <laughs> Where's Claude and Justin when you need them? <laughs> <sighs> hey, Axel, what? so when are we doing the uh, Lost Rewatch? Next Friday. Two years? Next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Next Friday. <laughs> like, I'm itching to watch
1: start well, watching Lost. I think again. Ando needs to be a part of that cuz he has never rewatched that series if I, I remember correctly. You
2: are correct. I have na- I have not re- I have the Blu-ray box set sitting on my shelf. Well, me neither.
4: I've never done it either. I watched it while it was happening and I watched so I watched so many yep. episodes wow. multiple t- I've seen every episode yeah. 30 times. Yep. But I, but I never years.
0: did it. I haven't done a rewatch since it ended.
4: I haven't either.
2: I watched hmm. I okay.
0: watched one episode it was uh anna and wendy were doing the lost in order that guy who put all the lost episodes in order or edited them all i watched the first one which was across the sea or whatever beyond the sea bobby darren episode (laughs) and then i never continued but um i'm I'm, I'm itching because me and axel are going to get hired to do the dharma series so we got to get cracking oh yeah you need to start
2: researching So, yeah, that's, I, that's one I've wanted to go back to. And I just haven't, I haven't just haven't del- dove back into it yet. I, but I really want, I haven't wa- I think I watched the finale twice. Like a m- I watched it once, like a month after it finished. And then I have not went back to it since I see clips every yeah. once in a while. And I think about how much stuff I've forgotten about that show. So mm. with the documentary coming out, I don't know.
0: And the, I guess what is 2024, the reunion, the twenty year. God, I think it is. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm gonna go. I wanna meet Ryan Ozawa. I wanna meet Bill Kava. Oh no, I met Bill Kava, but
2: I'm sure he'd go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm September trusting. twenty-two, two thousand four was the premiere date. So um,
0: September twenty twenty-four. I'm there. I'm in Hawaii. I'm gonna be like trying to kill boars and l- listen to numbers and find that away from, from smoke monsters. Yeah. I'm doing it. Let's do it. I'm there. You better be there, Axel or else. And we go out a podcast from the beach.
3: <laughs>
0: and then Donald will show up and be like,
3: <laughs> Elon Musk I want
4: Richard. <laughs> 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 Yeah, nice. well, are, we ready
0: right. to, are we
2: ready to wrap her up?
0: We're yeah, guys. Remember, go to dvrpodcast.com to catch out. You know, not only do we do the around the couch NFL pod, but we do Mine Hunter, we do Yellow Jackets, we cover so many TV shows. Ando and Axel doing Succession. So you know what? And if you love those pods, why not become a patron? become part of our community go to patreon.com/dvr for a couple bucks a month you can listen to exclusive pods you know ando does one in the shower every week brett does one when he's got hostages and and, and victims in his basement axel like you know puts bodies under cement and it, and me i just <laughs> I, me i just watch I, i'm oh, just God. You know, I just watched this. I'm a, what is it, a veneer? Oh, voyeur? Voyeur. <laughs> I'm just a voyeur. I just watched vin- the show. You're a veneer. I'm a veneer <laughs> on many people's teeth. Uh, you know, remember, we'll be He's back.
2: It's going off the rails. Ando
0: a, Ando's uh, hallucinating. Uh, he, he can't believe what I'm saying. But honestly, thank you guys for listening to all off-season pod around the couch we'll be back we had plans to watch old games and stuff but it's probably not going to happen but you never know in 2024 it, might. it, it might could happen.
4: you know it still could happen there's a long summer still coming could. up yeah there's
2: still a big it's summer normal. yeah that's true that's And true. most of these big shows are ending here in a two or three weeks so so
0: oh. we you know we may re- revisit thanksgiving 1998 vikings cowboys oh, now we're talking you know we might revisit nineteen was it eighty-four Jets, Dolphins, NFC AFC Championship. I don't know. Falcons. The the night Jamal Anderson got hurt against the Cowboys on Monday night. We might revisit that.
1: Who knows? Oh please, let's do that.
0: All <laughs> that right. Solo. All right. So for BTK, Ando, myself, and Axel Foley who came in and recharged the pod. You've been listening around the couch. Peace.